0: happening
1: what's going on everybody <laughs> what's happening it's
0: uh, been a good day
1: these uh these pre-comments by david Nanyans uh nanya uh, did you guys watch the lord of the rings we was kings um so shane hasn't seen it yet and uh, i haven't seen it all but my buddy from the east coast shared with me um a little discord stream earlier today and uh <laughs> i can't I can't wait to talk about that uh, on our review tomorrow. We are going to be doing the actual review tomorrow during the day. um, And not today because it actually doesn't come out technically until this evening. So we couldn't do it if we wanted to. (laughs) Well, I got to tell you, it was very
0: frustrating to like need to see that show and know that there was a whole bunch of people around here who went to see Rings of Power at the movie theater, and they just didn't need to be there.
1: Yeah, I don't understand. You know I mean? We don't. We. We. What do we live? We live like four hours away from each other, and you have like three options to my thirty-two options. I, well, what's the deal?
0: Right. Well, we live four hours away from each other, but it's only like ninety miles. Which should not be four hours. So <laughs> yeah. that's the weird thing about it. Yeah, there's like three theaters; they're all sold out. I could not go see it, so I was very frustrated. So I had to sit around and kind of listen to everybody else. But tonight at six PM, we will get to see what everybody is saying is a pile of garbage. So it'll be interesting to run through that with you today.
1: Oh my gosh! Um, I, I will say this: I I saw I saw one scene with the the dwarven queen. <laughs> I don't I forgot her name. Oh my! Oh, god. the dwarven queen. Yes, is. Oh my God! It's so rough. Uh, it is rough. Um, that is going to be one of those shows. We're gonna we're gonna enjoy reviewing that show, and not because we enjoy the show. I Look, I'm not gonna speak for Shane. He hasn't seen it. Yet. I haven't seen it yet, and I haven't seen it at all. I've only seen scenes that were streaming on Discord, and I purposely left because I didn't want to uh, ruin it for myself. But I I believe that it is going to be such a a sea of salt, um, that it's almost gonna be fun. So that said, who do That's we got here? Fun. We got Penny, David, Marshall, Steven Ernest. Hey man, I haven't seen you guys for a long time. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Snyder, welcome back, my friend. Uh, it looks like Kenny will be joining us in the in the members section, and we got Atheist for the Cause and Mexican Iron Man over in the members section. So, listen, um, to you guys, this is what we are talking about today. I know Shane already said it in his sort of his pre wind up, but in case you forgot, we are going to be talking about Lord of the Rings. Um, apparently, a lot of people are agreeing it's an epic catastrophe, which is. I don't know why I get so much joy out of this, but it's fantastic. I don't know either, because it's it's breaking my heart. I know, but it's like, I will get into that. House yeah. of the Dragon, uh, there's already already a shake-up going on House of the Dragons, and we are, st- we are really loving that show, and uh bums me out to see a shake-up, but hopefully it's for the best. That's how you make a prequel rings of power take note oh my god and remember we didn't didn't we say like a couple months ago like these are coming out around the same time and they have the, the similar feel same genre like one's gonna beat the other and woof yeah Warner Brothers uh regretting is regretting releasing the Zack Snyder Justice League I don't know if that's Warner Brothers proper or the old Warner Brothers?
0: It's Warner Brothers insiders who work there.
1: I see. Well, we're having a fun time. We'll talk about that one. looks like uh, Ryan Johnson may be back, boys and girls. He might be back for to finish his Star Wars trilogy.
0: No, to, to get a star, he's going to start one. He's going to start finish he's, one. He's going to get three more movies. We're get not three two. more
1: Ryan Johnson movies. Who, whose
0: idea? Okay, we'll talk about. No, it. I didn't want to talk about it. A Kathleen Kennedy because he keeps mentioning. Oh,
1: I see Kathleen all the time. Like, not wait. Oh wow. yeah, thanks, Kathleen. Also, uh, we're doing our she hope review because uh, why not? Like, we're we're both on the fence here. We don't know if we like it or dislike it. There's parts that are good, and there's parts that are bad, and it's worth talking about. So we're going to do little mini-reviews on Thursdays. Nothing long, no hour-long up-and-downs, just fun little... It will not be
0: longer than the damn episode. Right. Which is like 14 and a half minutes. (laughs)
1: Right. Right, for real. Also, we got some insight on the Lower deck Strange New Worlds crossover, and it's a doozy, because I called it. I want to be clear. You did. I called it. You did call it. And um, we're going to wait to talk about it, but I I called it like two weeks ago. I called it. Yes, you did. Um, And uh, Henry Cavill's, the whole, his. you know, is, is Henry Cavill coming back as Superman? Is that happening? Well, it's looking more and more like it is. And I know every week we talk about this, but every week there's some new information that comes out. And until they officially announce this thing, every new... <laughs> insider and every new rumor is going to require a little bit of discussion
0: but i like this one because this is somebody who did not want him
1: to come back right so, yeah. which which feels even better right and it looks like the end of 2023 is going to be a little classic star trek versus star wars movie battle and <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah i mean it, sh- it should except for both things are maybe not happening. I don't know. We're going to talk about that. Well, the star
0: Trek four. If I doomed, doomed, HUD just put in here that star Trek four lost its director (laughs) again.
1: Again. So we're going to talk about that, but real quick. So they still haven't signed. They still haven't signed the actors yet. And the director they had signed, they lost. And it comes out in 14 months, I think. Right. Yeah. They're in trouble. Yeah, I don't know how to would possibly do that, man. Yeah, that's that's not good. All right. Um, one thing about uh, House of Dragons, I know we're going to talk about... Oh, we're not reviewing House of Dragons, by the way, this week, guys. We're going to start doing... Oh, let's show that update real quick. So we're going to be doing... Because the way these shows are dropping, we don't want to do our our reviews a week late. So we're going to be doing uh, the Rings of Power review. You're getting more content. That's what that this, this is what this means, by the way. Yes. We're going to doing we're going to be doing Rings of Power reviews on Fridays, and then um, House of Dragon reviews on Mondays. So. And those
0: are going to be live streamed to the members. So when we do them, we're doing them live to members. Everybody else will get them after that at some point.
1: Right. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna live stream to the members, and then we're gonna um, we'll upload the actual edited clip, you know, later that day or something. So and We're going to come up with those quickly, so just, if you want to know right away, that's it. As quick as possible. Um, yeah, so today, though, uh, we're going to talk about House of Dragons, but we're we're not going to review it. Although, can I say one thing that's been bothering me? I was promised an episode two time jump, and I have not gotten that yet. We're still episode three. and That I was not- my fault.
0: That was my fault. But I got to tell you, I was hoping the whole time I'm watching episode two that they would not time jump yet like i i knew i know it's gonna happen and it's gonna happen soon but i was hoping because i really needed them to flesh out what was happening in this early time frame and i feel really good about the first two episodes in fact i feel i, I just this is a damn good show man it's yeah, just it's really good it's already so good forget what happens at the end of like if you're mad at game of thrones still just forget about that yeah,
1: yeah that, that doesn't happen for uh a couple hundred years, so who cares? And it doesn't really impact what's happening here, frankly no. speaking. I thought it was actually pretty uh, pretty rad, to borrow an old Ooh. term. Pretty nice. radical. That's in my wheelhouse, by the way. So. That she, sh- that uh, whatever her name is, the main character showed up uh, to talk to Damien Damon? Damon? Whatever. Damon, yeah. mm-hmm. On the dragon. It's like, what are you yeah, doing, cousin? Yeah, that was cool. What are you doing, yeah. cousin? What's going on? Their, their interaction was almost respectful like they like they clearly it, it feels like family arguing you know yeah damon's got the hots for her so that's that's what's going on, uh, on so do i so <laughs> okay <laughs> makes you, you can't say that makes geez. two of us damon makes yeah. two of us all right yet, man you can say that when she's older right that's what i'm talking about Okay. Yeah, I like I like platinum blondes. Okay, what do you want? Okay, got. And yeah. brunettes and over platinum. the age of 18. I like all women, in general. So over the age of eighteen. Yeah. Over the age of eighteen doesn't matter what color or hair color you have, really, <laughs> to be honest. But it's a bonus, and we'll talk about this. It's a bonus if your your skin is green. So it's green? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That is definitely uh, my go-to. Okay, you guys ready to jump into it? I'm just ready to
0: do stuff here. Is there anything cool happening over here in the comment section? Let's check, man.
1: Check. That's your job. Let's
0: see. Here's something good. Yeah, here it is. Thank you, Marshall. Finally, Shane is here. I was getting tired of that Brian guy. Oh, oh, wait. Hey, Brian. That was pretty cute. That's not what he said. That's exactly what he said. He's got little happy faces and a giggle here. I like Marshall. Marshall's... I don't see any of that. I don't see any of that. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Latino Slant was disappointed with the first two episodes shown in the theater. (laughs) Okay, add him to the other people. Uh, seriously, you both need to check out Ramstein when they play the L.A. Coliseum at the end of the month. It was an amazing spectacle. That sounds pretty cool. Thanks, Jeremy. What's Ramstein again? That's like a, a hard rock band, right? Got a rocket band.
1: Why am I forgetting Ram? I feel like I've heard it. but By the what? way, did you guys
0: see the DC fandom?
1: What? I'm actually
0: okay with it, Marshall. I won't stop. It's boring. Fandom is boring.
1: No, it's yes, but we get new content, man. They need to make. They need to. They need to do like, like,
0: like what Disney does with you know Star Star Trek Day is better. Oh, speaking of which, guys, you guys are mostly here every Thursday, but next Thursday, Brian and I are going to be streaming uh, Star Trek Day live. Yes, commenting actively, showing you guys Star Trek Day, and saying
1: probably pretty bad things to people <laughs> i'm sure it'll be fine. yeah so we saw that the uh, star trek day started streaming around this, a, a similar time as we were on the same day and i'm like you know what we're just gonna go ahead let, let's just let's just do uh star trek day uh live and not exactly live we're probably gonna be like an hour behind which is fine oh. we'll be able to because i think they start an hour before us so we'll be able to like uh get all the top tier stuff and not have to deal with all the non- the nonsense. Oh, so talking. we're not gonna sit through the garbage stuff. Yeah, no garbage. Oh. See, no. I was I
0: thought we were like gonna do it like live. And then we could cover our other stories when stuff was born.
1: Oh. I mean that maybe. We would have we would have to start like three hours earlier than usual, which I don't want to do. I'd oh, rather really, okay. really just curate curate the stuff, you know? Okay. Well anyway. So come come check it out. We'll hit the good stuff. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. So good so while I while I'm not happy that uh, fandom was canceled uh I do think that fandom is stupid yeah let me explain you have a hundred hours of content in a tight 24 hour window okay it's literally impossible to digest the entire event it's not possible. It's not any good
0: it's not good stuff though it's just it was kind of last year's was
1: boring Boring. I don't know. I, I like the the flash trailer. Listen,
0: they got to get their house together. Warner Brothers needs to pull it together. They ain't got time to be messing around Fandom. They got to pull it together, get their money straight, figure out what the heck they're doing. It's there's some there's some crazy stuff. There's like this the shift in the whole universe is happening right now with the with new people being in charge and shows being canceled and moved. It's
1: it's probably a good time not to do it. Yeah, it's weird that that. That's weird isn't it isn't it weird though that they cancel it like like a month before it's supposed to take place.
0: I just don't know. Well, I mean everything's happened recently. Zav- everything with Zaslav's happened like like so recently. So it's yeah. just another thing like it would have been canceled a month and a half in advance before, you know what I mean? So Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, you don't want Henry Cavill getting out to happen.
1: Oh We got to hide it. I so hope that's accurate, by the way. God. Marshall's right. It's mainly, like, pre-recorded content. By the way, Marshall, uh, I mean, we'll we'll announce this later, but we're going to be putting uh, DC content, um, exclusive DT content on an exclusive channel, and we'll talk about that at another time. I know you're a big DC guy like me. All right. Let's jump into Lord of the Rings. Rings. Rings of power <laughs> lord of the rings yes you shall not pass <laughs> let me, the let judgment. Me, let me set this up properly oh i wasn't ready for that we are talking about lord of the rings rings of power and amazon's catastrophe of a prequel and i said that word wrong shane what's going on here bro you shall not pass judgment you shall yeah. not pass yeah. into uh, profitable territory.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, it probably will. I mean, regardless of what, what we think, you know, the, 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 the saddest part about and I honestly I haven't seen it yet. I've heard everybody else, and I'll say this is what has me convinced it's not going to be good after I watch it tonight. Um, we weren't able to get into the theaters because they were all booked up around here. But when Nerdrotic and The Washington Post agree, on something in entertainment,
1: right? Yeah,
0: it's not going to be
1: good. Guys. When when Gary agrees with Washington Post, yeah, oh no, they, that that's like they come to the same. Yeah, that that's a sign that that the first trumpet has blown.
0: <laughs> well, it's interesting too because Jeff Bezos, uh, of course, owns the Washington Post, owns Amazon, and um, and the Washington Post just just fla- you know flagged it, just beat the crud out of it. You know, and it's like, all right, well, at least you got to give them credit for free speech and allowing the <laughs> to tear it apart. But the reality is this is a global effort. And I think the reason why Amazon isn't worried about our uh, our hot takes over here or our dislike into the depth of it is they feel like they can probably just push through with a global audience and make all the money they want. Um, but we've got a little bit of a problem, Brian, Um <laughs>
1: Well, got with, a problem. i'm sorry i'm over here laughing because <laughs> mr tickle said while they talk about rings of power there should be circus music playing in the background
0: <laughs> and mexican iron man said lord
1: of the diabetic rings
0: <laughs> <laughs> well you know entertainment weekly did a little snip on it and let's just real quick i'm just going to read their little snip and then this will tell you Man, Entertainment Weekly is jacking you. This is just not good. It's so bad all the way around for these guys. Uh, it says here, there, there, are, there are ways to do a prequel. And Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power does them all wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> Takes six or seven things everyone remembers from the famous movie trilogy, adds a water tank, makes makes nobody fun, teases mysteries that aren't mysteries, and sends the best character on a pointless detour. Uh, He's talking about Galadriel, uh, who's the main character who spends the premiere telling people to worry about Sauron. In response, people tell her, don't worry about Sauron. (laughs) Uh, That's one hour down seven to go this season. And you know, this is the, the feedback we've been getting a lot is like, it's, it's really gorgeous to look at like we can't even say it. it's like really they did a great job it's beautiful right
1: <laughs> but it's boring and slow yeah. and pointless our dress right? is it sounds like a billion dollars yet <laughs> i know you're right sound <laughs> like a billion so and so here's cheap, the problem. aren't they owned by amazon
0: i don't i don't know if amazon owns ew Ah, uh, i don't know I mean, we can look it up you're always asking these hot button questions does, does these guys own, let's see, does Amazon own? No, they own the Washington Post. No, I'm wrong, sorry. Yes, they own the Washington Post. No, they don't own them. Okay. Um, but what's interesting here is to make a prequel, I, I've realized something now. In order to make a good prequel, you need to use none of the characters that have already been used. Okay, I, this is the secret. I, I now realize this. There are two good prequels I can point to, Okay uh
1: my discord open? i don't know you can hear my discord i can't hear your discord yeah uh, i could my bad go ahead <laughs> talk to your gamer friends later man i love
0: mr tickle trunk keeping it real it's good i you didn't see e- i didn't
1: even know it was open i didn't hear anything all right sorry go ahead so, so, good.
0: i didn't hear it well i'm not listening to the stream so <clears throat> So there, there are two good, two good prequels that I can really firmly stand behind right now. The first one is Star Wars uh, Rogue One. Uh, yeah. Fantastic prequel. Guess what? None of the original characters are really part of that movie until you get Darth Vader and, and uh, Princess Leia at the very end. Right. Okay? So they're not there. So anything can happen to these characters that you know nothing about. Right. And so there's a sense of of fear and, like, concern and stress as you're watching it. Well, guess what? House of the Dragon for Game of Thrones. These are no characters that have come before. We don't know who's going to get killed in this one or what's going to happen, unless you read the books, which I didn't for this one. So the problem with Lord of the Rings is when you put Galadriel as the main character of the prequel, we know what happens to her. There is no stress, concern, fear, or anything that's going to happen to her. She's going to be just fine. Right. And when you make a show like this and then you make the first episode as milk toast, as you make it as boring and bland and you're trying to like gently dip people into here, instead, like House of the Dragon, you just throw people on fours and have at them and kill people and slice off heads and really get into the business and into the drama, you grab people's attention. Instead yeah. you make ring of the ring of death or whatever we're watching here rings of power and uh, and are the not, onion rings <laughs> onion rings of power perhaps i mean and then to top it all off i've, I've been hearing this whole cw comparison oh, for, and i let me tell you something when you say cw in my presence i immediately think of angst dark teens struggling to survive in the world And I don't want to watch that. I've watched too much of that in my own house. I do not want to watch any more young teen angst when it comes to Lord of the Rings, which is...
1: I immediately think, we are the Flash, Barry. We are the Flash. (laughs) I mean, that's the best the CW has to offer. (laughs) Like, that's the best
0: the CW has to offer. Yeah, that was like the flagship show. (laughs) Right. What about, like, the worst? I mean, Lord of the Rings, guys. Lord of the Rings is is like literally what indoctrinated me into s- fantasy and science fiction. Right. It's like the reason I love this genre initially. Like it brought me, so there are other worlds than these, right? right? Not to take away from Dark Tower, Stephen King, but, you know, and to just make something that is not wonderful and just the best it can possibly be is is, is sad. And so I'm not looking forward to watching uh, the episodes tonight, because I already feel like it's going to be pointless, but we'll watch it and we'll review it and, and all the good stuff. So, yes,
1: a sea of salt. Let sea, sea of salt. Let your anger overcome you. <laughs> well, we'll tell the truth regardless.
0: So if there is something good about it, we'll say that there's something good about it. And if there's
1: something bad about it, yeah, we're going to jack it up. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I also don't really like the actress that plays Gadriel. I know everyone else does, but
0: I, I mean, know. every. I mean, do they like her? So the the actress playing Gal- uh, Gadriel uh, Gale- Galadriel
1: Galadriel
0: is uh, Morphid Clark. Yeah, and of course we have seen her in
1: what else? A bunch of she's people. A sweet, ooh, she's a Swedish-born actress. A Bunch of people keep telling me how great she is, and I'm like. Yeah, I don't get that. Well, here's your
0: her previous movies. Saint Maude, Pride and Prejudice. All right, you lost me there.
1: Yeah, you so lost you me. Pride
0: and Prejudice, I'm done.
1: I'm done. Yeah. Oh. The, the moment
0: you say Pride and Prejudice, you lost I'm me. I'm done. Like, you <laughs> lost me. I'm, like, gone. Like, Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> what up? What,
1: Are we done watching this, babe? Hey, what? Over. Uh, What's that? Uh, do Do it. Do it. Do we get naked now? Right? That's... <laughs> That's the deal, right? <laughs> was, I watch these movies, and the we point. get naked? I... <laughs> so, yeah. Unwritten rule, the rule. unwritten
0: rule. I've seen nothing that she's been in. And that's probably a sign that I am i don't like the kind of work she does. But that doesn't mean that she's she can't be a great Galadriel. It's just everybody says she's not. So I tend to probably agree. We'll see what happens.
1: What did yeah. you see? You saw her. What did you see? Um, I saw a lot of... um uh, She... Her emotion is so uh, subdued, even when she's like... Uh, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of... Remember Dune with... What's his yes. name? Timothy... Timothy yes. Oliphant Charlem- on Quaaludes? Ch- whatever. Yeah, sorry. Charlemagne. Charlemagne. I like Timothy Oliphant. Timothy Charlemagne on Quaaludes um, has, <laughs> a sa- has, has the same... I guess- it's not as bad as as Quaalude Charlemagne, but... It's on that same vibe where it's like I feel mm. like you should be showing more enthusiasm or emotion here. Why is everything mm. so subdued? I don't get it. And that seems to be like the new way a lot of <clears throat> these movies are being made where they where they get these like young actors and actresses who have so little actual uh presence, personality.
0: I see. Okay.
1: And they just, they're just so... really they're really good at posing. You know,
0: is this their serious? Is this like the seriousness of them? Like how they act serious? Is that what you're saying? Because to me, that's like what the CW is. Like this is the whole feel you get when you watch the CW. It's like teenagers doing this,
1: uh, right? I didn't find my coffee this morning. I can't. I yeah. really gotta go to school. Yeah, you know stuff like that. School. Is that kind of what we're dealing with here? Is that what, what you? Said? Uh, why does everyone look so high in these shows, or tired? Or, or... tired? Like, is yeah. everyone just like blazed out of their mind? I don't get it, dude. <laughs> well, they did legalize marijuana in a lot of states. So a lot of understand. these, a lot of these shows are like just so. There's no enthusiasm. Everything's everything's like I don't want to say dry, but more like dripping boring. You know, like I, I can't tell you. It's very hard to vocalize this problem, but Charlemagne really sums it up for me. Watch Dune and watch Charlemagne. Now, when you watch Dune, ignore all the beautiful sets and scenery and cinematic glory, because damn, that movie is shot well. It looks gorgeous. Multiple screenshots can be made into giant canvas posters to put in your house. 100%. Do you think it could be because Focus of... on Charlemagne just being like, hey like i don't get it dude it's just so it does it gives me it does nothing for me but bother me and maybe it's gonna get older i'm getting older and i'm like oh god damn teenagers well could it be also that sometimes a project can just be too
0: big so maybe they're so focused on the visuals when they're writing the script they're not like worried about making the characters drive the story Maybe they're more worried about the visuals driving the story instead of the characters and so the 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 director or the showrunner or the people doing it just kind of get sidetracked and sidetracked and they don't really understand. I mean, it's it's just not that hard to read a script, to put something down and go. Damn, that's good. Yeah, that felt good. That felt right. You know, that's going to be intense on the screen. That's going to be awesome. Right. It's like it's not that hard to get there. And for some reason we get this milk toast, this dudded Out acting and all these, I mean, go back to Wheel of Time and some of these other shows, and it's like when you're making it,
1: don't you see how boring it is? Yeah, it's so you know, I like this. Marsha said, insufferable, that's that's the right word, yeah, that's a good word, actually. Yeah, you know what? It it, it starts with me, it's like, um, what's that? What's that? That chick's name, Zandia, Zandaya, damn it, Zandaya, Mm -hmm. Zandaya. Okay, she's one of those people. I'm sure she's a nice person. I don't know her. I don't care. But she looks like this. And her, all of her responses are it's either true. Even in
0: Spider Man, they're either thing.
1: sarcastic and witty, or I'm slow and I'm tired and I'm I just popped a Xanax. And you're like and even in Spider Man, and the only reason Spider Man does well, why? Because that's not how Tom uh, Tim, uh Tom, Tom, Tom Holland's not that way. He's not that way. He's acting like he's actually acting. He has right. character, enthusiasm, personality. He's acting against this, this chick who's like, oh, oh, Peter, you're so funny. Like, oh my god, it's like <laughs> the worst. Without Tom Holland oh, yeah, yeah. in that movie, those movies would have been so hard to get through. Imagine if it was Charlemagne and Zendaya instead. T-
0: Timothy Chalamet, yeah.
1: Whatever his name is. Charlemagne
0: was a, was a was a guy who was in stories a really long time
1: ago. I don't care what his name is. I guess I have to remember. It's
0: Charlemagne. It's Timothy Shelly.
1: Timothy Xanax. That's what I start calling him. Timothy Xanax. <laughs> I can't pronounce his last name. Timothy Xanax and Z- and Zandia just blazed out of their mind, like just swinging through the city. Like, oh, man. <laughs> like, yeah, well,
0: it's true. Marshall says that she does get better in No Way Home. She does get better, but it's kind of obvious. You know, Zendaya was found on YouTube, YouTube surprisingly enough. Uh, and she wasn't a trained actress, so maybe she's still learning to get there, but boy, does she got. CW in those early early things. She's got CW written all over.
1: I would argue she has the current way of acting for the for these people. Like she's got a down pat. She's 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 killing but it. But it's not good acting. So if good. it is whatever she's doing, it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Doesn't work. Yeah. Far out, dude. I just uh, so, I just watched an interview with uh that guy from um Half Baked, Brewer, Brewer, Tim Brewer, I forgot his last name. Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer. And I was like blown away to know, to find out that he is not a pothead. I always thought he was just a pothead. He's not. Oh, no, he's just, yeah, he's weird. He's a weirdo. He's, he's just an actor. <laughs> he's he's, sort like, of. he's a comedian. Yeah. He's like, you guys are going to like this, but I've never smoked weed. Not once. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. like, really? <laughs> he's a strange dude for sure. So we've got, uh, so we've got
0: nine more. Well, actually eight more. So after it comes out tonight, there's two episodes coming out tonight on for the for the ring of rings of power um and then we're going to have uh wow yeah this is so it's going to be coming out every thursday evening apparently right right okay so every thursday evening we're going to be reviewing it on friday so stay tuned even if it's bad guys we're going to keep going yeah we're going to just drag this thing out if they're going to force us to 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 watch something <laughs> terrible we're going to do it. It's give it its justice.
1: Comes out uh, at yeah. nine p.m. Eastern. So let's go. It's yeah, that's that's really a good point. You know, we'll see what happens. All right. Well, that's enough of that. Until uh, a few hours from now, I'm assuming. Yes. Um, let's talk about House. Wait.
0: Let me see wait that. real quick before real quick. Marshall said Sorry. she did star on Disney Channel Zendaya. So. Yes, you're right. And I can't remember what it was. Was it like uh Bunked or something like that or one of those shows? My kids watch
1: it, but <laughs> she was boring in that one too. Yeah, just such a boring <clears throat> person. I don't know what to tell you, man. Um yeah, it's so weird. And like the style of acting is praised and like applauded by so many reviewers. Like, oh that's so great timothy's <laughs> annex is so great and i'm like what are you talking about dude like there was an there was a, a viewer i will not say his name for it may summon the gods of youtube but you've seen him he's on youtube um he is friend you know he's much bigger than we are but he was like he said without zandia i don't think that movie would have worked referring to one of the spider Man movies and What? i almost broke my keyboard dude <laughs> Dumb. She, Anybody Tom, could have played her. Tom Holland needed her uh needed an actress of her caliber to, to play off of. I'm like, what are you talking about? Flame. How, that's are, so how are you an accredited, well-known, respected reviewer of anything? He, somebody got paid, that's all it is. <laughs> that's that a lot of the comments were like, oh, okay. So this is the this is final proof that you're a show. Okay. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Ready? Of course. We are talking about House of the Dragon or Game of Dragons or the House of Thrones or whatever House you want to Thrones. call it. But the shakeup is in, co-showrunner Miguel. I'm going to murder this last name. Ready? Co-showrunner <laughs> Miguel Sipnachnik. Oh, I'm not even going to try. I'm going to leave this to you, Shane. Okay? You I, explain I, what's happening right now. I think it's it looks like Sipochnik. But
0: I think it's it's Sapaknik. Sorry. Um, Sorry, Miguel. Yeah. Sorry, Miguel. Well, yeah. So if you guys aren't watching um, House of the Dragon, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. You need to be watching House of the Dragon. It's the best thing on television right now, by far. Uh, I can't think. I'm trying. Let me think of something else on television. Wait. She-Hulk, Rings of Power. Yeah. House of Dragon is the best thing on television right now. (laughs) And uh, it's a fantastic show. Two episodes in, and I'm completely, like, hooked. Yeah. I was so mad at the end of Game of Thrones. I'm like, this is terrible. They ended horribly. And I and we walked into this show
1: thinking, oh, God, I don't want to watch this because I'm still mad. And guess what? I ain't mad no more. You know what made me the most mad about the end of Game of Thrones? What? Not being able to see what was happening. Mm. All those big, giant battle scenes and all that. And it was so dark. True. I had yeah, my TV's was, yeah. brightness turned all the way up to like... 100 and it was like you're int- six inches from it with one eye doing this it was intentionally to, like, it. dark it was like are you trying to save money did you spend a billion dollars the last yeah. five seasons and then the the, the last three episodes you want to save money like what's what are you doing
0: yeah that's that's part of the problem Not um, to mentioned
1: the cripple ends up being the king what's that about jeez
0: yeah there's there's lots of bad about it but if you're if you're watching House of the Dragon, and and what's wonderful about House of the Dragon, and and what every prequel should do, is just don't have any of the same characters in it, and and you're and you have there's there's risk and there's you know there's things that can happen to those characters that you're actually worried about them, and I'm already smitten. I'm already all the characters. I love every single one of them. I'm worried about some of them. Some of them I know are doing some nasty, dirty things. Yeah, you know, nasty uh, little boy, you. We get a nice little twist at the end of number two. We get the dragons. I was scared. Okay, look, the dragons made me nervous in episode two. I'm like, oh, dang, we about to see dragons taking people out, right? And then uh, and That's then another episode. dragon shows up, and you're like, what? Right? So, and the, the dragons felt good and real. Like, the yeah. graphics were good, and they felt like they were part of the whole story. It's, Anyways, this isn't a you should go watch House of the Dragon, but you should go watch House of the Dragon. So, it's good.
1: Yeah, it's good. It's
0: good TV, but Rocks oh, up. but there's still runner left. So, yeah, oh, so there's a runner. They have two.
1: It's so weird though. Like you're doing so good. What's what's going on? Why why? You uh,
0: well, he didn't want to be there in the first place. So let's be fair. Uh, he was tired of Game of Thrones. So he was a part. He was he was uh, uh He'd been doing Game of Thrones for a long time, and. Um, And it's actually a pretty funny story. I I think he didn't ever want to do Game of Thrones again. And I think he came back to House of the Dragon partially because his wife and he just felt like he had to for some reason. Mm. So uh, when this came out, they've been working on House of the Dragon for three years. And I think he's just burnt out on it. And it's and it's really sad because it is so good if I think he's going to regret this because when this show goes for several more seasons and it's just like the best show on television or one of the best shows streaming, you know, he's going to be like, Oh, I'm not a part of that. You know, you know, yeah, I helped set it up and I helped get it there, but I'm I'm not a part of that anymore.
1: And it's just a real shame. And they can do this for like three seasons, right? Before they have to worry about hitting a, Dude, they can go for, for a hundred years. Oh yeah. So they can go for a while they like can go for a long time. If they really wanted
0: to, they can take this then they can go to the next one. Then they can go they can walk it all the way up until the game of thrones time frame which is 100 yeah. 120 years or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So they can literally go like five or six seasons. 7 years. Yeah. So uh, here's what Yeah. So here's here's what they had to say about it. So um yeah, let me just get into this, Taylor. It's been a pleasure and an honor to be back at HBO, immersing myself in the world of the Targaryens. Uh, I look forward to working closely. Oh no, sorry, this is Taylor. This is so. What happened was is he left, uh, Sopochnik left, and uh, Alan Taylor, who's a Game of Thrones veteran, will join the se- uh, join the team for season two.
1: Yeah, um, and uh statements. One paragraph above that.
0: Was that above that? Yeah, let's see here. Yeah, working with—is with, uh, it him? Yeah. yeah, working with the Thrones universe for the past few years has been an honor and a privilege. Especially spending the last two with the amazing cast and crew of House of Dragons, uh, Sapochnik said in a statement, "I'm so proud of what we have accomplished with season one and overjoyed by the enthusiastic reaction of our viewers. It was incredibly tough to decide to move on, but I know that is the right choice for me personally and professionally." As I do so, though, I am deeply comforted to know that Alan will be joining the show. He's someone I've known and respected for a long time, and I believe uh, this precious series could not be in safer hands. Um, So he says, I'm glad to remain a part of the House of Dragons family, which is interesting, but he's not going to be going on to do it. Uh, Sapochnik, he got his career as a storyboard artist in Train Spotting, Great movie. Uh, and he directed the 2010 film Repo Men. Uh, he also directed episodes of Fox's Fringe and House. But it was Thrones that this guy's career went stratus uh, went into the stratosphere. Um, after he did a couple of the episodes, Hard Home, Battle of the Bastards, and the Winds of Winter. Um, after he did Thrones, he directed Tom Hanks' sci-fi movie Finch, was released to Apple TV Plus, which
1: I have yet to see. That damn. Man. <clears throat>
0: well apple tv and me we we don't yeah. like we live in two different worlds and i can't join its world so
1: no you can't join the apple world you are not right chosen. i
0: can't even can't even be there uh there's okay so this is the interesting part here uh Spochnik eventually okay so before he did house of uh house of dragons he went through a lot of vacillating he says uh the other showrunner, Ryan, and he had a long-standing relationship and they worked really well together and they liked each other. Um, and when they got deeper in the discussion, he realized he had to either shit or get off the pot. Those are his words. So he eventually decided to sign on while he was attending a Game of Thrones experience concert in Los Angeles with writer and fellow Thrones veteran Brian Cogman. There were 17,000 people going crazy for the show and I didn't realize how passionate people still were about it. Sapochnik so says, my wife turned to me and said, we're effing idiots. How are we not gonna, How are we not doing this? Mm-hmm. So I think he was like, I'm not doing this. I don't want to do this. I don't have nothing to do with Game of Thrones anymore. I'm ready to move on do something else. And then they went to this 17,000 people going crazy event. And his wife looked at him and said, what's wrong with you?
1: No, you and doing? as men
0: typically do when their wives say, what's wrong with you? They go, okay, I'll do it. But you know, now that he's like, okay, it's successful, I can leave. Look you know, at that
1: money. Yeah. So he's out of here, man. That's it. It's cool. That's cool. All right. That's the story. So it's not a big deal. Uh, it's not like, you know, I mean, it know, could be if, student- he guy- I mean, if he was the guy. If he was the guy that made it good, you're right. If it's good because of
0: his work, and I'm not saying that's the case, but let's say it starts to go downhill in season two, because season one's a done deal, right? He's already been written, it's already been done. Right. But if season two comes out and it like kind of stinks a little bit, it could be that. This gentleman was the reason why we were doing so well.
1: Yeah. What if uh what if he's like the Kevin Feige of uh Game of Thrones? Game right? of Thrones, yeah. Kevin Could Feige be. two years ago, not now.
0: Yeah, today's Kevin Feige, like <clears throat> come on. Know, <laughs> so what's going on know. with you, Kevin?
1: What's going on with you, Kevin? Come on, knock it off. All right. Listen guys, uh, if you're not a subscriber and you're watching this now or later, please hit that subscribe button on the way to the comment section to tell Shane he's crazy.
0: Yeah, because we're gonna be talking a lot more House of Dragons, uh, <laughs> Ring of Rings of Power, all this great Lord crazy
1: Onion Rings of Power, uh, Onion Rings of
0: Power. All,
1: right. Of Power. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, what's going up next? Ooh, we get to talk about the Zack Snyder Justice. Get ready the the Snyder the Snyder Bros are gonna are gonna attack us. Here we go. Oh, no, 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 they're not going
0: to. No, not at all. I'm on their side if anything. Archmage Frey, if anyone wants to hire me to showrun something, I will work cheap. I like that. You're hired, buddy. <laughs> I don't I didn't care what it's... I didn't hear what you said. Because Archmage Frey says if anyone wants to hire him to showrun something, he's down.
1: Yeah. Why not? Okay, let's rock and roll. We are talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League and apparently Warner Brothers regrets... Releasing the four hour masterpiece <laughs> that is the Zack Snyder Justice League. And I just just you know, I went and revisited that because I, I got like the four K uh version. Mm-hmm. My God, man. My, my God. That movie is incredible. Um there's parts that I don't like. I don't like every time one woman shows up, it's like oh! It's like some kind of like singing chorus that bothers me, <laughs> um, <clears throat> but overall, it's an amazing film. I don't like that. It, just just to be clear. I don't like the hyper Wonder Woman soundtrack that bothered yeah. me, and I do. I still think Ezra Miller runs like a spaz, dude. <laughs> What's wrong with this guy? He's like, oh, you don't like the way he runs? <laughs> <laughs> they said like he 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 he
0: used it. He based it on ice skating. I'm not sure why. It's like, why do you say I'm going to be the fastest runner on the planet? Oh, let's base it on ice skating.
1: Like, why do you think that happens? Yeah, if I was the director, I would have been like, "Hey, hey, Ezra, <laughs> just just run, just run like a normal person. Stop, <laughs> stop, stop ice skating. Stop being weird." Um, well, that would be hard to do. Oh, right, he's yeah, he's hyper weird. Yeah, but right. aside from those things, it's a, it's amazing, and every character is great. It's great story, great all around, just fantastic. When Superman shows up at the end with with Steppenwolf, and it's like boink, and it just like sort of does nothing, right? Oh yeah. man, I got my Superman fix, man. It was beautiful. So I love the movie, and I don't care <clears throat> if Warner Brother insiders or legacy people over there regrets releasing Zack Snyder because. Let me tell you something, you uh, legacy insiders. You are the reason David Zaslav is going on this almost murderous warpath. Your decisions, your poor decisions over the last four years is what's led us to this point. So you regret releasing Snack Slider Justice League? To me, that means you actually did the right thing.
0: Well, and here's what's weird about it, Brian. It's like, so the report is Variety. It was a new report by Variety. It suggests, like you said, studio insiders still regret releasing Zack Snyder's Justice League on HBO Max. And it says, as related in the report, the lament over the director's cut of Justice League doesn't have anything to do with the quality of the film or the rumored $70 million it took to complete. Instead, the studio is said to be dismayed that it failed to satisfy Snyder's online fans. So what they're saying is, uh, we did this because we wanted them to shut up and go away. And so they didn't. And so what's up, man? That's why we did it. Because we didn't do it because we wanted to do it. It was good. We did it because we wanted you to shut up and go away. Do you not know how fandom works? Yeah. When they like something, guys, they want more of it. Yeah. Not less. You don't go... Hey, thanks.
1: Thank you. We'll go away now. Okay. No, no, no. you go give be more. Stop harassing everybody about Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League. We're good now, right? No, yeah. He made a good product. People want more of it. Now, look, I'm going to say what I've said before. Um, you can continue the Snyderverse without Zack Snyder. You don't need the director. If he wants to come back, fine, whatever. I understand that he's like a controversial figure at that studio you can continue what he started because what what the snyder fans really love and there's a group of them they're like i oh i watch everything zach snyder i will die for that man and you're right and there's that's the not- other there's the other group like us we're like hey look we just we just really like that version of superman and batman and wonder woman yes and we like we, we like the story he was telling and can yeah, we continue we're not that, that yeah, we don't care. Like, I, I do enjoy Zack Snyder movies, but I don't care if he does any more DC stuff. I just want you to continue what you started with Man of Steel, which is one of the greatest Superman comic book movies of all time, and then continued with our introduction to the other characters. And, and I'm ignoring the brief stint... Where you where Zack Snyder's entire idea was thrown on its head and they tried to replicate Marvel, Marvel and cram four five hours of content into an hour and twenty minutes, I'm gonna ignore that part of it right yeah, and,
0: that's a good point.
1: you know I think anyone that sees this with a reasonable a reasonable uh outlook can see that there's a there's, there's a hit here like these characters and the actors that are playing them are great. There, there, there is such a massive um, range of talent and ideas and things you can do with this universe. And I believe that Zaslav and company, the new Warner Discovery, WMD, <laughs> no. I believe that WND sees what I'm seeing and go, hey, look, this this is one of our biggest you know, money makers that we're not utilizing properly. Which is why on their big like call, they separated DC from the rest of the, of the business. That like they they this is DC Studios now, like they are yeah. trying to do what Disney was able to do with Marvel, but with DC characters, I think they see exactly what, what we see now. There's obviously more that goes into it, like a how much Henry Cavill wants because apparently they offered him like an insane amount of money and he was like double that, yeah, <laughs> which is like right. ludicrous. Mm-hmm. But it's, and it's there. So weird. It's there. So of course yeah. of course. So I, I I I one more thing. I am annoyed that people keep lumping all fans of justice of Zack Snyder's universe in with all the real nutty like Zack Snyder army. It's not the same thing. Right. They're not the same. You are generalizing someone's like of a film universe to nut nutty people. Well, there's only two camps
0: anybody can be put in these days. That's right. it. I mean, there's only two. Right. So you're either in one or the other. There's you know, yeah, we, we experience this all the time. Yeah.
1: But that will Batgirl or Batman, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it, lots of things. But this report gets weirder because Rolling Stone last month laid out Warner Brothers internal belief that Snyder directly mobilized the release the Snyder Cut movement against the studio. Warner, Warner Brothers also believes that thirteen percent. I don't know where they come up with the number. Thirteen percent. Thirteen percent of Snyder's followers were bots. I don't know how you would know that, but okay. The story even contended that the studio believes that Snyder and and cyborg actor Ray Fisher worked in conjunction to make Warner Brothers look bad. Like like Ray Fisher's whole thing was intentionally done by with him and Snyder. To just make the studio look bad. So what they said okay. in that Rolling
1: Stone article is they said that Ray Fisher held his criticism of the director and the people that he that he that he attacked, mm-hmm. not attacked, but like accused. He held that information until a very precise moment, so that Zack Snyder's uh, bot army would be the most effective.
0: Yeah, no, he saved it until he was safe, like like until he was safe enough to be able to put the information out because. Let me tell you what: if you cross Joss Whedon in the middle of doing something with Joss Whedon, you're going to die.
1: Yeah. Listen, so you know you got to wait, guys. This is not like uh this is not something that's new. Like Joss Whedon has been a a d bag on set since Buffy the Vampire Day one. Slayer. Since he was re- cleaning scripts for other people, he would complain about right. other people's scripts and, and them changing stuff he fixed. Yeah. You think so he's crazy. You think he was canceled? Uh, you know randomly no it's it's been years of abuse this guy has been (laughs) has has been an abusive manipulative douchebag and listen it's coming from someone he's made some of my favorite things buffy the vampire i love angel firefly um even like the cabin Woods. there's a a lot of great things joss whedon has been a part of that doesn't that doesn't excuse him for being an absolute a-hole
0: so this right. guy- and The reason he's an a-hole specifically is, is because he wants everything that happens in a movie or a TV show to be done exactly the way he wants it to be done. So it's not, it's not like, I mean, he, on Buffy, he did some really dumb things because he was young and the power was going to his head. But when he started doing movies, he wanted every line to be exactly the way he wrote it. Right. He wanted every action to be exactly the way he wanted it to be because he wanted his vision and he truly believed this. Because he would do other people's movies and he'd get his stuff axed out or he'd get like canned or they wouldn't do what he wanted to do. He'd be like, oh, well, it's not my movie, I guess. But the moment it became his movie, he's like, it's my movie now. And so that's why, you know, the stuff that happened with Ray Fisher was like, hey, man, I'm sorry you don't like it. Do it
1: anyways. You know, because that's kind of what was done to him. Right. You know, and then you look at Ray Fisher, though, as Cyborg in the Snyder Cut, where he was able to actually bring character to the character. And it's phenomenal. Cyborg. Yeah, Joss amazing. was wrong.
0: Yeah. I and mean, he was wrong.
1: Joss he, was league he wrong. wrong. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're like you 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 gonna have up, a guy man. in charge, but but art is especially art on this level is about collaboration to a degree. Right. And he now now, in
0: fairness to Joss, he'd already done Avengers, which was successful. And so, you know, there's no reason to think he can't come in here. The difference was is that Joss, I mean you guys all know this story. Joss was doing picking up Snyder's work because Snyder's daughter killed herself, right? Or died. Can't remember which one it was, but killed herself. And so, and then Joss had to come in and like mess with his stuff. Joss is not good at other people's stuff. So, Justice League, had it been a Joss Whedon production from the beginning, might have been good, you know, but we'll never know.
1: Yeah. Might have. Yeah, might have. It might have been good. But for all the people saying that Ray Fisher held the information, yeah, I can see how the timing works what works that way. It works, you know, uh, in the Snyder movement's benefit, for sure. But you can also see how it's... Maybe he waited until he was paid, he was out of the door, and he didn't have to worry about anything anymore. Right. Yeah. And we're we we won't, we're not going to know what his true intentions were. Uh, and to, to go back to the bot statement real quick, first off, 13% is actually not much higher than the predicted 7% of all social media being bots. Right, Number one. Oh,
0: sure, yeah.
1: So if you do go, Oh, 13% of us. First off, I think that they're, I think that they're exaggerating. Um, let's say it was 10%. Let's say that a bunch of Snyder fans went and bought bots to help move the, the needle. That is okay. totally possible. Blaming Snyder specifically for going out and purchasing his own bots is ridiculous. I know, I know. That's stupid. And you got to take that entire article with a giant grain of salt because it was basically written by the old guard that were trying to keep their jobs after Zaslav came in with a murderous glint in his eye and said, what you been doing lately? (laughs) I hate those bots. in that same article, they talk about, like, Hamada's plans and and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So here's the deal: that Rolling Stone, Rolling Stone should be ashamed of themselves because maybe they wrote a hard hitting piece, but it was pretty much commissioned by the legacy uh, sh- uh, showrunners for DC at Warner Brothers. And how well, I them think did... it makes them look bad, huh? I think it
0: makes Warner Brothers look bad. Well, I mean, it's... to admit internally that you believe these things uh, that should have never
1: come. out. Well, see, and and that and that that's that's the statement. was like. Remember, there is an old Warner Brothers and a new Warner Brothers. right? And, and considering 80% of the old Warner Brothers no longer works there, it's very hard in this transitionary period to separate the two right now right. and know which Warner Brothers is talking. Because this this is Warner Brothers during the transition when they're all being fired. <laughs> so I don't even know which one's which. All I know is this if if 50% of Snyder's online uh movement was bots fine whatever we got the Snyder cut and it was glorious but and it fact, was wonderful yeah fact of the matter is you uh th- these people minimizing the amount of fans that this overall universe has is it's in my opinion it yeah. is a Failing effort. You're never gonna get your jobs back. Your your ideas are never gonna get back. You can be pissed off that your that your horrible batgirl, horrible whatever, didn't get released and this idea got canned and all these ridiculously bad ideas that were just costing millions and millions and millions of dollars and not making a penny were axed. I'm sorry that you let that you let you lost your projects. Bottom line is though, you were paid. And maybe you don't have that project anymore, but you were paid and now you're on. Move on with your life. And stop trying to go after the what's left of this universe that a lot of people still love, in my opinion.
0: Amen. No, I agree. We all do. Keep the characters. Keep the actors. Keep it
1: going. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Okay, mm. moving on. Oh, you know this is the topic, bro. We get to talk about Ryan Johnson. Okay. What? Oh. <laughs> all right, let me let me set this up. Ryan Johnson is back <laughs> ryan johnson is coming back to make not one not two three no. new star wars films He's, no. ryan johnson is getting his star wars trilogy yes the director of the last jedi one of the worst movies one of the worst science fiction movies in known in current history, he is coming back, or at least he wants to, to do a Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> like what does it say? I'm sorry, it's so insane how unaware or or non not self aware this person is that he thinks people want to see a continuation of. The movie that tanked the multi-billion-dollar franchise. It's not his fault.
0: It's not his fault. <laughs> it's his fault. it's <laughs> Kathleen's fault. She. She's. It's her fault. You know. We. We did a whole. St- I can tell you guys. We did a great video. Yeah. No nobody one saw. got. To see. <laughs> we did a great video about this. Nobody got to see. Ryan Johnson <laughs> is a victim.
1: Ryan Johnson's a victim. He's a victim, bro. I feel like you're victim blaming right now because I feel like the victim.
0: Well, no, he is a victim. I'll tell you why. Now he's also an idiot, but he is a victim as well because (laughs) JJ JJ's doing Phantom Menace, and Ryan Johnson's told go write number two or number not Phantom Menace. You mean uh, Force Awakens? Sorry, Force Awakens. It's it all mixes in for me. (laughs) Uh, He's told to go write the next one. Well, JJ's still doing the first one and the script's not even completed. He's still doing yeah. everything. And Ryan don't
1: know what JJ's gonna do. Ryan, go write, go write right the connection. second movie. Can I see the first? No. Of course not. No, there's no sorry. And can so I, you can got I see Kathleen, Dailies?
0: No. No. You got Kathleen and her Lucasfilm team <laughs> in the room with him saying, Oh yeah, this is good. Do this and get outside the box. And oh Ryan, yeah, you know what's good? You gotta make this your own, which means yeah if you want to make luke a bumbling freaking idiot who drinks blue milk or purple <laughs> milk or whatever it is from an animal whatever do that and make him you know do all these things yeah they encouraged him man
1: by the way him. i went to the galaxy's edge or whatever at disney oh you but, saw it i haven't yeah. seen it yet. and uh they're on like every corner there is like stands that sell blue milk no it's like on. a blue milk slushy or something
0: weird i had, to,
1: I had to try it i had to try it so i bought one was it, it good like 14 dollars, and i'm like yeah it sort of tastes like what i thought it would taste like. Did <laughs> really it just tastes what like is, like, describe like frozen it? fruity milk
0: okay like, like if you had fruity pebbles and then drank the milk
1: if you took like um um if you took milk and like some kind of blue candy Okay. And you froze it. Mm. That's what it tastes like. All right. Like a blue All jolly right. rancher with milk. All right. It's the worst. Yeah. Wait. what what about what about when he when you do you think that he went to Kathleen Kennedy and said, "Okay, guys, I want to do like a World War 2 film but set in the Star Wars universe. What do you think, Kathleen?" You think she was like, yeah. "Do it." Yeah. Do yes. it,"
0: she said. "You need to you need to make this movie your own," she said. it She said, "A good director will make this movie your own." And let me tell you, you tell Ryan Johnson that the guy who literally does make every movie his own. And look, Knives Out's a great movie. Yeah, I think Knives Out Two is going to be great. It's good, uh, but you you don't let this guy do your middle movie. You know, I, we blame JJ for this too. JJ's fault. JJ shouldn't have let it go. JJ's fault. Kathy's fault. Ryan's fault. They're all at fault. Uh, the
1: the Disney executives, Disney executives that, that I I I, you should have backed up whatever money you need to back up or delay whatever you have to delay to whatever you had to have de- delayed to make sure that JJ J. Abrams did the entire thing.
0: Yeah. Or if you were going to, or, or collaborate, that's what they didn't do is JJ J. and Ryan didn't collaborate on the films to have some sort of connection. You know, Ryan it was his own take on it. And I, I don't know. I mean, look, George made sure four, five, and six were, you know, four, five, and six, you know.
1: Daniel's on the There's gonna be more Star Wars movies. Yay. <laughs> I mean, his yay is a caps. Are you being sarcastic for Daniel. Um, I don't know if he's being sarcastic, but I read it. Is. But
0: listen, we don't yay. need another Star Wars trilogy movie series anytime soon. So it says it's still in development. I don't like this headline and then it says the director still hopes to return to the ga- that galaxy far far away um
1: Ugh.
0: it's it, empire he's talking to empire and basically said he loved working on star wars i don't know after the reaction he got how he can love working on it but okay and he yeah. wants to return
1: and his reaction was so visceral like he literally complained about like being attacked online for months
0: yeah, well, the the man who ruins Luke Skywalker should never make another Star Wars movie ever again.
1: Yeah, he, whether it was his fault or Kathleen's fault Barton. or JJ's fault, I don't care. I don't it care. It was Luke. his fault. he ruined Luke. He ruined Luke because of himself. Right. Yes, he did that. Yeah, yeah. He ruined Luke. Forget it. His decisions ruined that movie. So all to, yeah, yes, Kathleen could have said, "Don't make it your own," and right. JJ could have said, "Hey, man, you right. got to follow this new script." Whatever, but ultimately Ryan Johnson did say, you know what? I'd it's like, have you seen Star Wars? Like, let's say, let's say he didn't even know what was happening for Force Awakens. Did he watch the previous seven movies? That's a good question, right? Has he seen it? Wait, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what you do with his lightsaber, dude. When he when he when, cool. he when he threw that, like the entire I was in the theater. The entire theater was like, oh, everything changed at that moment. Like yeah. everything changed. So You've been crazy. waiting. How long did we
0: wait? We had waited for this moment. We knew that that Ray was going to meet him, and he yeah. he was going to get the lightsaber. It was like this moment, and it was like Ryan Johnson saying, oh. I'm going to F you everybody right now and just F you all you fans. Cause he said in so many words, like, you're not here to satisfy. Kathleen told him, Kathleen, you're not here to satisfy the fans. You do your movie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what is Why do you make a movie if not for the fans? Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. What's the point I remember the he, we wore that t shirt that says, like, your Snoke theory is wrong. And I'm like, this guy's, he's, he's a dickhead. Like, yeah, like he's, he's just, he likes it. Yeah. If he was being, if he was just being a mild troll, that's fine. But he he clearly is a dickhead. So he's a victim who has his own problems. So yes, regardless of whose ultimate fault it was, so ultimately I would say Kathleen Kennedy was at fault, and JJ for leaving the franchise for some awful reason. The executives for not delaying it or or making it happen. So he was part of it, and no one checking their math and no one giving uh, Ryan Johnson all their information. Yes. Ultimately, but the guy who made the movie his own, in his words and Kathleen's words, was still garbage. And if you if you make a Star Wars movie, regardless, and you take the franchise like he did with T uh, L G, he should never, ever be allowed to be even even on set. Don't even allow Ryan Johnson on set because his cancerous bad ideas can infect the whole thing. That's if I was the executive, I'd be like. Uh, you know, I'm sorry. Ryan Johnson wants to do what? Send send the assassins. Just I, I want him cleaned up right now. I don't want. No, where's Boba Fett? Where where where's where's Bob? I, we I know we cloned the real one, right? <laughs> with 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 Walt Disney's head, right? Yeah, send him. The
0: official word is that Kennedy confirmed the trilogy's on hold, citing Johnson's knives out deal with Netflix. Although we all know. Disney's terrified to make a new Star Wars movie right now, considering everything going on.
1: Yeah, everything. You mean all the bad ideas that they all the bad
0: with? stuff that's happening? They're like,
1: uh, we shouldn't make any. And
0: they did. They put it on hold for good reason. They need to wait. No more movies. Uh, they're they're coming out with, as we'll talk about here shortly, I believe. Uh are- they are making Star Wars Rogue One Part Two. What? <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be a the movie that's coming out in 2023. Anyways, we'll talk about it. Rogue One Part 2? Are they insane? <laughs> hold on a second. It's, are they insane? Wait, let me, okay, let me look at it. That might be the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's... I can't believe I got rid of it here. Okay, hold on. It's. Uh, <laughs> I gotta find the link again. Hold on. I'll tell you right now. Talk about something else.
1: Oh, my God. Well, this is the Andor thing, which I know you're excited for.
0: Yeah, so so here's Star Wars is doing, uh, yeah, Star Wars Rogue Squadron. So it's not not work too. Is 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 going to be made? That's like the next movie they got coming out.
1: I'm sorry, is Star Killer in Andor? What is that? That's not him, right? No, it's not. For a minute there, I was like, I might get excited about this, but it's not the same guy. Yeah, um, yeah, Rogue One. Part 2, but how? Sorry, Rogue Squadron. I'm like, I read
0: that wrong. Rogue One Part 2. Like, yeah.
1: part, two is, part 2 is Star Wars Episode 4, so I'm not sure. They, what that's- they all died.
0: <laughs>
1: that's how uh, Roshi was like, that's like a Titanic Part 2. That's
0: right? <laughs> Titanic Part 2. They made a Titanic 2, guys. They made one. I don't know how they did it, but they did
1: it. They made a, a ship called Titanic 2. I think there's a movie, Titanic 2, that was like direct... <laughs> direct-to-video. It was probably one of those asylum movies. It wasn't real. It was like... I don't know.
0: My kids all wanted to watch it. I'm like, I'm not sure that's good. Oh, right. God.
1: Alright, guys. Listen, uh, if you're not a subscriber because 93% of you are not, please hit that subscribe button on the way to the comment section to admonish Shane for thinking that it was Rogue One Part Two. Rogue One Part
0: Two or Star Wars Episode Four slash Rogue Squadron.
1: They should have yes. called it Star Wars Rogue Two. <laughs> because you loved rogue one so much we want you to love something that we do besides mandalorian you know there's dummies that would have thought they're like oh oh it's a sequel to rogue one rogue two okay (laughs) darth vader kills everyone oh my god
0: i could see a whole movie of darth vader just killing people on that ship that would be
1: part two that was one of the coolest that was one of the coolest scenes for me yeah totally and the only good part of uh, Obi-Wan, really, was when he was killing people. I was like, please get... drag dragging back. people through the streets. You're missing Obi-Wan. You got to find him. Go get... Kill Obi-Wan. Why are you getting distracted, Darth Vader? Because <laughs> it's fun. End our suffering. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's pretty bad if you start rooting for for darth vader to beat obi-wan at some at one point
1: oh anthony Marcus said titanic 2 aired on the sci-fi channel in january 2020 2011 it was an excuse to do a nice. climate change what hold up hold yeah, up yeah no, it's real man it's real Tell i me. thought i thought you were confusing like one of those asylum movies you know you know that production company asylum like whenever there's a new transformers movies they're like oh there's a transformers movies. let's make transmorphers <laughs>
0: I don't know what's
1: wrong with yeah they're trying to make money off of it or something yeah it's like uh okay i I think we've talked about it before but this is so, <laughs> so funny one, you guys there' one part two electric boogaloo i like that one jeremy look at look at these these uh, asylum is a studio that basically just like makes like versions of popular movies here we go all right here we real quick um, we have, a uh, King of the Ants, Scarecrow Slayer, <laughs> vampires versus zombies, alien abduction. And you know, this is like coming out around an alien movie. They made HG Wells War of the Worlds when the War of the Worlds movie came out with Tom Cruise. Wow. Legion of the Dead when, when, when the Evil Dead movie came out. So I guess you're just hoping people will get confused when they click or something. See, I'm not joking here. Transmorphers. There it is. It's Transformers. Oh, Hitch- the Hitchhiker? This is like right. horrible like oh listen, I like this one. Street Racer. When Fast and <laughs> Furious 4 came out, they came out with Street Racer.
0: <laughs> Boy, they should have come
1: out with Fast
0: and More Furious.
1: How about this one? The Terminators. The, what the Terminators. <laughs> just like the Terminator, the Terminators. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, it's just ripper rip ups. It's fun movies though. If you know what you're watching, like you're watching garbage. So treat it like garbage. <sighs> um no wait, no, I need to look up Titanic 2 real quick before I move on. Because I just I have to see what that's about. Oh my god. Titanic to electric boogaloo. <laughs> this can't be true. I don't see it anywhere, dude. You guys, are, you guys are pulling my channel, yeah. man. There is a Titanic 2. No, I'm seeing like 2023 Concept Jack's back. <laughs> look, it's right here. IMDB
0: 2010, Titanic 2. What? Yeah, just look up type, right? Type. Oh it. my god,
1: it's an asylum movie! Is it really? Bro, I'm look at this this the look. Right. I'm looking at it right now. Here it oh, is. Oh, you're right. Here it is. The Asylum For Presents Titanic Two
0: action. Yes. It's it's literally a one out of ten stars. Yeah, it's on an, IMDb.
1: It's I was see, I wasn't wrong. It, it's literally a Titan it's an asylum movie. It's like the Titanic, but it takes place in modern time. <laughs> so stupid. So stupid. <sighs> I told you it had to happen. I knew it. I knew it was an asylum movie because no one in their, no studio in their right minds would make Titanic two except for Asylum because they're nuts. They did it.
0: A, they did it on the hundredth anniversary of the original voyage.
1: <laughs> Jack's back. <laughs> Jack's ghost takes over the ship. Um, all right. The second ship hits the iceberg and it broke off. Yes, there is an ascent asylum, asylum so at Titanic 2. See, I knew it. I wasn't dumb. That's was great. That's so mm-hmm. good. I, I I'm so happy that we we looked at the asylum movies and then found out Titanic two was an Asylum yes. movie.
0: Yes, and they didn't call it like I don't know. They could have called it something else. Huge, 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 huge antic or something.
1: Well, I mean, I mean, you can't. You're not, they didn't copyright Titanic, right? I mean, I guess not. Yeah, that's what that's what they do. Like they 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 do movies that. Have a or corresponding non-trademark like the Terminators, you know, which I'm pretty pretty sure that was like pushing it. Okay, yeah, or or H.G. Wells, the Time Machine, when they came out with the Time Machine,
0: right? Or (laughs) Titanic Two. What if Jack survived? (laughs) Jack's back, and he's pissed.
1: (laughs) He's mad. He wanted room on that door. Rose, (laughs) make room. Sorry, all right. Speaking of uh semi mediocre, we are talking about actually, let me, let me set this up properly.
0: About semi-mediocre.
1: We're talking about She Hulk. This is our little quickie review for the 15 minute episode of She Hulk episode three. <laughs> it's basically a 15 minute episode, right? Shay, I'm not crazy here, they're, they're longer, but it's it feels like it. they're like
0: 22 minutes.
1: Oh, or something. So hold up for the first like 10 minutes, though. She's basically setting up what already happened in the first movie.
0: Yeah. I, I couldn't skip either for some reason. It was really stressing me out.
1: Um, okay. So it it basically after she sets it up again, like I'm the Hulk, I'm an attorney. Now I'm, I'm defending abomination, blah, blah, blah. It actually goes to, uh, um, let me get past the Marvel's That's Another minute for the Marvel's logo. Thank you. It goes to the prison scene where she's actually trying to get um, Abomination paroled, and this is the, actually the part that's good for me. Like I like everything with Tim Roth. Yeah, he's great. Great. And Wong everything is great. Would, yeah. yeah, go ahead.
0: Wong is good. I was going to say the same thing. Wong. Everything with Wong is great. The 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 uh, the Wong universe. What do they call it? the somebody was calling it the Wong. It's not the cinematic universe. It's not like the MCU. It's the Wong CU. Cause he's been in everything lately.
1: Yeah, yeah, he has been everything. Um, so uh, this part is like, I'm I sent him a third, a third, a thirst trap. It was a picture of me with a bunch of books. That I don't know. Was, that was a stupid joke, by the way. Just you know, a thirst trap is when you send someone like a picture of like you working out and showing some leg or whatever. You know. I
0: don't know. Oh, I see. I see. This breaking in the wall was good though. Yeah, I like this. I love how she she lets go of the wheel. You know, cars are still passing, you know, you know, it's all, sure, the car's still moving, but she's not staring. It was a really good fourth wall break. And I thought it was actually pretty funny.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I like how she addresses like, don't worry, Wong, Wong this is not the one, you know, Wong not not going to be in, be, be in every episode. Then she goes, well, maybe every episode. And like, oh, okay. Well, well, we'll no, the, the cameos. Cameos. talking.
0: Right. The big thing with MCU right now is like there's everybody's doing a cameo in something, right? And right. so there's not. She said there's not going to be any cameos, well except Wong and except do this and except the NH- image. Oh, and and that's right, uh, uh, the Hulk. You know, so she started it. But I'm the main character of the show, and I thought that was pretty good.
1: Yeah. Um, what about what what about when they uh you know uh, do- uh dogged on all the YouTubers out there? I don't. You know, th- this is the the the
0: part that. You know, the one thing that we were worried about is that this was going to become like a male bashing kind of show. Um, And for the most part, they've got like one character, one guy who who's become like the chauvinistic piece of garbage dude. And I'm willing to say, yeah, you can have one of those guys because there are guys like that. But if you do a bunch of guys, that's not good. So one guy sure have it. But you also got a kind of a nice guy on there, too. That's fine. Yeah. One one in
1: every four guys can be a chauvinistic uh, D-bag.
0: I would say more than that, but OK, you know, one in eight, maybe one in ten, but whatever. So but the point is, is that uh, then they do this whole thing where they start poking at people on online who say no more f- superhero females. Well, you know, why do you have to change, you know, get rid of all-? They, they basically attacked a corner of the Internet that's frustrated that the MCU has become what people are calling the MCU. And now they're focusing on all these female superheroes. And it is happening that way. And there are people who are frustrated. But let me ask you a question. Do you punch somebody in the face that you... I mean, why get people even more worked up about it? It just wasn't necessary. Like, nobody's saying She-Hulk is ooh, bad. In this whole show, you know, she's
1: done nothing but pretty much good things. It's also disingenuous, though, too. It's like, we're going to immediately... Uh, silence are uh, uh, proper criticisms by saying by assigning those criticisms to these people that you shouldn't listen to. It's the same right. as when yeah. when one politician calls another politician racist with no actual bias and with no actual proof or anything because they're trying to get the word out there so that the normies that aren't totally paying attention can be like oh. Well, then everything that person, that politician says, I need to completely disregard because they're insert adjective here.
0: Yeah, exactly what you said. And I guess a shorter way to put it would be like they're trying to delegitimize anybody complaining that uh, there's too many female superheroes happening right now. It's just it's not that there's too many female superheroes. It's just not happening in an organic way. And it's being kind of forced uh, to happen. And. You know, there's nothing wrong with She-Hulk happening. She-Hulk was a character a lot of people loved and wanted. Um, so that's not one of the ones we're talking about. So it's kind of weird just to. Yeah, it's why weird. Poker, why the bear? It's why, almost why like when they
1: were writing and they're like, oh, everyone's mad that they're replacing Iron Man with this random person. or right. this. So we better get ahead of that and make sure that we answer those criticisms in our show. No one's complaining about She-Hulk. How about just make a good show and shut up? Yeah, just make a good show and make a good
0: show, and then you know, don't say
1: nothing else. Don't be political. Just go make a good show, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I like that. Just shut up and make a good show. Stop, yeah. stop trying to answer criticism before they they've even come up, dude. Jesus. Right. And I'm sorry, it is dumb to replace Iron Man with Ironheart. You're literally skipping over Don Cheadle's character. So, how does no one not see that? Sorry. Side note. Jesus, Iron Man's a stupid character. Why are we already introducing her into the MCU? It's so dumb. It's so dumb.
0: Well, we're doing it because they want more female superheroes. Lo. It doesn't Which mean is why people are complaining.
1: You're, so. the, you're, you're bypassing Don Cheeto's Okay, anyways, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna talk about Iron Man. And there's just, some
0: cool. Super, there are cool female superheroes. Yes. Okay.
1: Plenty. Work on those. Yeah. There yeah. Work on the good ones that we already like. Okay. She Hulk. And by the way, She Hulk's one of them. Then she holds yes. one. I like the Asgard fairy princess or whatever. <laughs> so great.
0: So great. The one thing that this show is doing really good, Brian, is it's adding small little elements of the Marvel universe and expanding on not necessarily very important things, small little things and giving us little bits of more information and in expanding the universe. And I like that about this show.
1: I actually love this when uh Asgardian Fairy Lady, whatever, right. turns into him and and is like, like is like the you know m- mis- misogynistic a hole that everyone expects from the video. He's Like that's not me, guys. You know me. That's not me. <laughs> that's not me. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's great. I love seeing uh, Tim Roth's uh, harem of awaiting. Uh...
0: <laughs> yeah, what is this ten one? cows from 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 jail? This is a thing, man. I don't know. There are a lot of. Uh, people who like to marry or like to be with inmates, and I don't, i I still don't get it. Somebody needs to explain it to me, because, but there are people like that out there.
1: All those poor bastards out there that are still trying to find like a girlfriend, and there's, there's inmates <laughs> with seven girlfriends. <laughs> He's got,
0: I think, he has yes, eight of them, I think, total.
1: Um, I thought this was hilarious, though. Like Tim Roth is such a stud; he was able to, uh, you know, get eight undying soulmates from with nothing but a pen and a piece of paper. Right. I do love Tim Roth. And this show, I thought for, I thought this was going to diminish my opinion of Tim Roth, but he's just being Tim Roth and he's great. He's a great, Tim Roth is really good at being Tim Roth. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's a show called lie to me or liar or something like that. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but you need to go check it out. It's, It's led by Tim Roth. He's, fantastic mm, i have not seen that. great yet. show um yeah this whole thing's fine yeah uh, they, i like how they
0: bring out all the they bring the people who work at the jail to like he's like change their lives or right you know <laughs> help like, them no, away. you work
1: on you gary you work on you yeah. he, he's like yeah. this model person yeah and he's like we're done with gary now like when he gets like over the top right, <laughs> like, like, yeah, right we're done with gary yeah so uh, uh Unless, unless I'm missing something, apparently Abomination is, he has, he has reformed. And I would argue, um, he wasn't really the bad guy in the first place. And <laughs> I like, actually like how this show brings that up. Because I remember watching the Hulk movie and being like, huh. Why did he just like go nuts all of a sudden? Like he was like, you know, he's a good soldier. And it makes <clears> sense. <throat> like this whole thing, it, it. it This movie is making a previous movie better. TV show, yeah. No, he played the Abomination in the movie. TV show. You're talking about She-Hulk, right? I'm sorry. This TV show is making a previous movie that was subpar, Incredible Hulk, a better movie. To some degree, yeah. To, To a degree. It's making the villain better. Yeah. Which, I would argue, a big part of that problem with that movie was the villain. Didn't make any sense. Yeah. They they got so hung up on being able to show the abomination they didn't give him any real character. Um, all right. This is the B story. Yeah, this is the B story with the Asgardian who. (laughs) This uh, lady
0: did a really good job.
1: She did. She took Megan the Megan the stallion the stallion Megan the stallion Megan the stallion's uh, form and she tricked this. Uh, dummy into buying her a bunch of stuff because Megan the Stallion's like this hot rapper chick, you know, that twerks a lot.
0: And, um, oh, it's Megan the Stallion. Is it oh, Megan okay. the
1: Stallion? Stallion? It's not the Stallion. Megan the Stallion. Megan the Stallion. Stallion. Lie to me. Thank you, Marshall. It's called nice. Lie to Me. Um, yeah, so I like that a lot though, because like it paints, it also paints that. Misogynistic dude, as like what he is, he's an idiot, mm. and there's idiots that exist. That's okay. <laughs> I would argue that Megan, the, the stallion, is one of those idiots, but you know, that's not, yeah,
0: agreed. She's <laughs> a female yeah. idiot,
1: yeah, <laughs> she's a female idiot. Um, I don't know why they got all pissed off when he turned into the abomination. Like, aren't, is, aren't they safe?
0: I'll tell you what I think it is. I think, as a lawyer, mm-hmm. and I felt this, like she knew. Like she does not he he doesn't want to pull out the creature because that's gonna freak him out and then maybe he won't get his he won't get put out. That's not gonna that's gonna remind him of the bad stuff. And so she thought him changing was a really bad idea. So when he did it, she was trying to get him to change back.
1: Anybody and else mad good? that his graphics look better than she all's graphics?
0: Uh, they didn't focus on him very long. I didn't and I didn't think the graphics were that great.
1: I mean it, I'll just I'll just show you, ready. Like this texture. Oh man, I can I can only show so much without getting dinged. There's a zoom there's a close up of his text it's 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 much better graphics. I mean,
0: he's got a lot of detail in his body. Right? But there's no motion there. Like in her face it's gotta be it's moving. Okay. That's fair. Maybe. Yeah that would be my guess.
1: Maybe that's maybe that's what the problem was. Maybe they wanted uh, the actress's actual like
0: expressions yeah.
1: expressions to come through and that's how that's why they had to dumb the graphics down a little bit maybe i don't know
0: it looks weird like it's yeah when she's trying to like this actress is a physical actress so a lot of her facial expressions are part of her acting and that's part of why she hulk seems so weird is because that's not coming through anymore like it does on the other care on the main character
1: right yeah that's good good, good point um she actually testifies on uh Misogynistic guy's behalf and says, "Yeah, he's absolutely too dumb to have known." <laughs> it's a good way to win, but it did him no favors. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he wins the case. Blah blah blah. Oh, when when the Asgardian fairy uh, acts like the judge, I thought that was hilarious.
0: Yeah, that was good. A lot of good little funny movies yeah. or moments here.
1: What, is it not fairy? What is it? Like shapeshifters? I don't know. An elf. A light elf. Light elf. Thank you, Shane. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. All right. Um. I'm going to fast forward. There's a moment, I'm going to get back real quick. Before we get to this final scene. There's a moment when they're like, uh Wong, so you admitted to uh <laughs> oh, I love that part, yeah. To uh breaking someone out of prison. You know that's illegal, right? He's like, "Oh, uh, I got to I got I got to go." <laughs> <laughs> He's like he was out of there quick. <clears throat> All right. So this this final scene, she's like casually walking through the alley and of course she gets accosted by uh Asgardian construction workers well they robbed the
0: they're not actually as guardians discussion they they robbed an asgardian construction worker
1: that was funny when they was like what did you rob an asgardian construction worker he's like yes
0: yes yeah these guys are from the comics they're usually giving thor a hard time um but yeah they try to get her blood
1: yeah uh, that that's i'm sure that's a underlying story there. Someone's trying to get her blood so they can make more... Yeah, so
0: they said they have a boss. Boss is going to be unhappy. We don't know who that boss is, but...
1: Right. We'll have to see. Um, I want to I show this scene real quick. When she asks him if if you rub... They're, they're all doing their moves. Look <laughs> right. okay. the guy with the helmet. Watch the guy with the helmet, right? <laughs> he's... he's <laughs> He only has a helmet. Like they all have cool weapons, so he's like, (laughs) "Yeah."
0: (laughs) He's shaking his helmet. That's the one thing about this show. Like this show is, it's not that this show's bad. It's not a bad show. And but what's good about it is that it's kind of funny. Like, and we you don't get a lot of funny Marvel stuff, so it's got a lot of kind of funny stuff going on. And uh, and the actress is good, so it's not horrible it's
1: It's not horrible it's not good it's not it's not good or or bad it's like somewhere in between it like it has it has entertainment value but i feel like it's on the precipice of either being good or being bad
0: right and i would argue that maybe even though we keep giving it a hard time saying it's only like 22 minutes long maybe we should just not complain and say that's good because if it was 35 or 40 minutes long maybe it wouldn't be good
1: you know what i mean (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. So he does say uh once she turned into She Hulk I couldn't pierce that nasty green skin. Watch your mouth. Green skin's beautiful. <laughs> okay. So apparently she was trying to they were trying to get blood from her. Alright, mm-hmm. now I'm gonna fast forward to uh the greatest part of this entire episode. It's when um Oh it's working. And I put this comment <laughs> up look at Megan Stein with her tongue out. God, I don't like this person so much. Like listen, at full disclosure. I thoroughly dislike Megan the Stallion. I think she's everything wrong with a lot of portions of the internet. And she's just so horrible. Um, Dr. Evil says, gross man, please don't objectify me. Now watch me twerk.
0: <laughs> well, th- That's a good point. Well, here's funny, guys. So- nah.
1: She's doing the thing with, Yeah, yeah, God. I
0: didn't know that this person was a real person, okay? What well, until I talked to Brian, this is funny. I thought that this person was like a made up Marvel Universe famous person, like, like she was supposed to be like, uh, like who's that girl? Uh, you thought, uh, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj, I'm like, oh, maybe this is like this world's Nicki Minaj. And then Brian's like, no, no, she's she's like a real person, like, I said, wait. There's a person named Megan the Stallion in, like, real life right yeah. now. And he's like, oh, yeah. And then he explained that she does these crazy videos where she's basically naked. Yeah, she's pretty much uh, naked the entire time. time, then up. she, like, nah, nah.
1: She does this thing. Then, nah. Oh, God. She's horrible.
0: And then she did, like, some dirty song that's really super dirty. It's right, so
1: horrible that it couldn't even be yeah. censored.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And then I was like, "Okay, now I know. I, I vaguely know who you're talking about." And, and shame
1: on YouTube for not making that so- at least the vi- at least make the video age gated. We have videos right. that are limited advertisers because Shane said a naughty word, and that and and she has songs that use nothing but naughty words and have pretty much nudity, and they're not even limited ads. They're running full ads. There isn't even an age gate. It's crazy. It's
0: yeah. It's so, crazy. So now Disney is basically backing up Megan the Stallion. Now, this is the interesting thing about this. I kind of let my kids watch Disney Plus without worrying too much about what they're watching. But you know, now that I know what this person's content is outside of it, I'm kinda it's kinda like, whoa, I can't believe Disney's actually backing this person. They could have done use so many people. They did not need to use this person. You know what? They
1: could have just changed her name. They right. Could have, they could have used the 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 person and not not promoted Megan the stallion. Well, what I'm saying, well, and then use Megan the stallion in the in the role,
0: it would have still been talked about. No, they shouldn't have had her on the show at all. Yeah, you know, if somebody's out there, basically showing all their private parts on the, in, to the world, and then you put them on a kid, you know, on on a, I know it's not a kid show, but. Put them on Disney Plus. I mean, I just don't know what kind of message you're sending. If you're not going to put other things out there, if you're going to take slave Leia off of the internet,
1: oh, right, right. If you're going to remove Preach. slave
0: Leia Preach. off the internet, how do you have Megan right. the Stallion? If you've seen her content. If you've
1: seen her content, how, are you how remove, is that
0: okay, Disney?
1: You're going to remove okay? slave Leia? Yeah, you're going to remove slave Leia. Yet Megan the Stallion, is on your get what there you go how dare you the hypocrisy is appalling (laughs) oh my god that was a really good point shane because i'm still pissed i'm still pissed that they they got rid of slave leia i'm just waiting for them to retroactively dress her or something in the in in the digital versions dude
0: (laughs) would not put it past them so anyways it just seems a little hypocritical Overall, She-Hulk episode three was probably the best episode. Episode three was probably probably the best, and it's going to be like this, I'm assuming, from here on out. Now that we've done all the initial stuff, Uh, there's not a ton of episodes. I think six episodes left. Um,
1: So this entire the entire if you took every scene with no no credits, no setup, whatever, and just like made a movie out of She-Hulk it might be the same size as Zack Snyder's justice league.
0: If you did like what
1: just took every episode and took out the intro and the, mm. and the credits and just had it run back to back. It legitimately might be around the same size as the Snyder cut.
0: It's shorter. Actually
1: it's shorter. Really?
0: Yeah. It would be shorter. It, so like 22 minutes, I think times nine would be to would be like 200 minutes. Which is shorter than the Zack Steiner cut.
1: Jesus. Yeah. All right. Uh, Archmage Frey says, Slave Leia may, have, may be off the internet, but it's always in my heart. Yes, I'm with you, Archmage Frey. I actually have a lovely, uh, uh, what are those Those metal plates? The plate, D plate, whatever? Of Slave Leia. That's great. I'm looking for a place to put it in my office. Okay, that's it. Uh, don't forget to hit that subscribe button on the way to the comment section and let us know. Do you have any slave Leia art? Let us know. <laughs> That's a weird thing to add. What, what really? I mean, I guess. I guess. <laughs> right? That's such a weird thing. I don't know why Let's I said be that. Be careful
0: what we put out there, okay?
1: I don't know why I said that. Uh, can I can I edit that, please?
0: Just take that on back. If
1: you got if you got
0: slave Leia at home somehow, let us know. <laughs>
1: You know, there's some rich guy that uses those like real. Had like a slave, slave Leia real doll, real doll made. You know?
0: Oh, okay. One of
1: those like you know, you know what real doll is, right?
0: Like a like a big doll or something like that. Oh
1: God! Oh, you're 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 so adorably uh, protected. You <laughs> didn't know who Megan the Stallion <laughs> is. You don't know what a real doll is. Is that it's like a, like your
0: is like a special doll?
1: It's like a very advanced
0: sex robot. Oh, okay. Well, explain this.
1: They look like actual people. Oh,
0: okay. And so you, are oh, I see. You're saying so somebody might have a slave lay actual person robot. I'm saying
1: like these things look like pretty much as close as you can get to like a what an actual person would look like. Lars and the Real Girl. I saw that. And they cost like ten thousand dollars. Uh, but the custom, is like the custom world ones world? are like uh, way more. I can, I can just see some rich, like some Dubai star, Dubai prince is also a Star Wars fan has some <laughs> slave Leia real doll. Is,
0: is just saying it's Lars and the real girl? I remember that movie, and he had like a like a, was it
1: like a blow up doll or something like that? There, it's like it's so beyond blow up doll at this point. It's basically a sex bot, dude. Got it. All right, it's, it's super sci fi stuff. Super sci fi. <clears throat> Oh, we're heading to the members section, bro. Look at that! Oh, already? Dang. Man, yeah. Yeah, that, that time time flew. Okay, well, time flies when you're having fun, I guess. We are heading to the members section. If you are a member, please head on over there and join us for the final three topics. And we're gonna do a little giveaway. So come on over. The water's warm because Shane, because Shane kept peeing in it. Okay.
0: Um, that happened recently, actually, but it wasn't me. We like we we went to the local pool and as we were leaving some like five year old just like pulled his stuff down and like peed in the pool and we're like man I'm so glad we're leaving.
1: Right oh, I have a funny story about that. So go to popcast.co slash join or and I will I will put this in the actual Art mage says real dolls are always in the member section. Oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Bye penny. Um links in the, in the in the chat and it's in the description and it's on screen you have every way of getting there also when this ends it's going to forward over there I'm assuming if that works real quick I'm gonna just tell my tell my quick story about the about the public pool <laughs> there was a I live near a, a park it's called heart Park and in when I was young I'm not sure if they have it anymore there it's the only public pool that I'm aware of in my in my county right? And for years, there was like – we would go there like once, you know, summer, maybe twice a summer and go in the public pool. And one one day – I remember this. Our dad uh, <laughs> and a bunch of like church people, we had gone to the public pool. And I remember walking in, being super excited to be there. And then watching dad – literally, he's walking – he he glanced at the pool and he makes a U turn and starts ushering everyone out. <laughs> okay. No explanation. I look up my shoulder, wait. There's like a line of diarrhea in the pool, dude. Oh no. Like a, at the time I didn't know what it was because I was young, but I just saw a line of like brown, you know? Oh, I'm yeah. like, what's what's going on? And he goes, We're gonna uh, we're gonna go to uh the embassy suites and go to that pool instead. <laughs> and we never went back to that pool ever again, bro. I can see why. Other yep. pools are scary. Bye, Marshall. Although I'm so poor, I've considered taking my own kids there. So. Yeah. <laughs> what does that say? Just be like, be on the lookout for a brown street. If you see any brown, get out. Yeah. Baby Ruth. Baby Ruth. All right. That's it, guys. Uh Come to the member section. You guys know where it's at. And, uh, yeah, and that's it. Thank you so much for being here. If you're not coming over, that's cool. We will see you guys tomorrow. We're going to do more reviews coming up and more clips and all kinds of fun stuff. So, you know, hit that notification bell. Hit the subscribe button if you're not a subscriber and you're watching this after the fact. If not, if you're not coming to the number to section, we love you so much, and we'll see you next time. See you guys next week. How do I cancel this? I got new software. Yeah, I think I did. All right, um, let me just make sure that's 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 stopped real quick, guys. Member section, what's up? What's up, member section? It's where all the real bros are at, and sissies, I'm assuming. There you go, ended there.
0: <sighs> Popcast unleashed, and their viewers just joined.
1: Say hello. <laughs> Did it do it? Did it do that? That's what it just said. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. I'm so happy I figured that out. Thank you, Mexican. Yeah, we do. Okay. Oh, you know what's great is people that are already members. It just sort of dumps them in there. Does it really? Yeah, because they're already members, right? So it just forwards them in there. It's fantastic. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I love the members section, aka Thailand. <laughs> oh my God! Yes we
0: gotta we gotta get some thailand
1: shirts man yeah actually uh uh that is yes we have a thailand shirt i'm not sure if i showed it to you guys did i show it the i think the you did or? last week
0: ah. last week
1: yeah. yeah we have a thailand shirt we're gonna give away and uh once we get some of those made we're gonna we're gonna be giving those away new channel coming out next podcast unzipped <laughs> Whoa! Okay. This is getting crazy. I just made you guys some jokes. All right, man. Actually, we do have new
0: channels now.
1: Oh, you want to show them that real quick?
0: Podcast wow. Unleashed Unzipped. I like that.
1: I'll show you guys. So we decided to start parsing our content out to more curated um, channels. So we've been doing a lot of DC content lately, and we plan to do more because DC we like DC. So what we did was we made a DC Unleashed channel. It's got one subscriber. Got one <laughs> subscriber. I'm not even sure where that one subscriber came from because it's the first I'm telling anybody about it. And there's uh the videos are scheduled to go out soon. And whatever we talk about here that is um, DC related, we'll go on that channel. And when we do like live streams and reviews and stuff that are DC, it's going to go on that channel. So, yeah. Yeah. Cause what we're,
0: well, here's the, this, here's the, for members. So you guys understand the real secret to YouTube is this. And for, for YouTubers that are struggling on their channels, because you can't seem to grow. What happens is, is if you do, like, let's say, you're a Star Trek channel, like we do, we are a lot of Star Trek stuff. Yeah. So when we do Star Trek, we usually get pretty good views on our stuff. Right. but when we do another topic like let's say something to do with you know Batman or Warner you know DC or something
1: or Star Wars
0: or Star Wars even <laughs> the Star uh, War. <laughs> yeah then we, what happens is is the people who like go oh I love it when they do Star Star Trek they don't watch that video right and so but there are some people who watch it who who say oh well I like DC um, but they're not the same people. So what YouTube sees is kind of this thing. And so it keeps a channel from b- not being able to grow. So what we said is we're going to do our clips and we're just going to give, uh, we're going to specify. So we're have we going to have a podcast We're going to have a fantasy unleashed, DC unleashed, Marvel unleashed, and Star Wars unleashed. And the clips for those, sh- so we're all going to do all that on, on Unleashed on the live show, members, sh- member stuff. Um, but the clips will go onto those specific channels. So that way, perhaps YouTube sees that, that's what that content's for.
1: Yeah, because I uh, what we what we what we realized was that we have every time we talked about Star Trek or Stargate or any of the normal podcast stuff, right? So, like, honestly, like, um, I'm actually impressed that we were able to drag, you know, or gain followers in all those different categories. Like, a lot of people that just do Star Trek, if they if they go into Firefly, they're losing people. Well, we were able to go to Firefly and we were able to go to Stargate and, you know, even Star Wars a little bit. Um, but we're looking we're looking at the clips and we're like, anytime we're not talking about either something that's hyper topical as in it's happening that day or yeah. it's not about Star, Star Trek or Stargate. Basically, the views on those were really low, like under 100, like really bad. And we normally wouldn't care until we until we realized that those those low performing clips were actually dragging down the the clips that should be performing well because YouTube right. goes, Oh, you had a video that got eighty-seven views. We're not gonna serve your quirk video.
0: Yeah, your next video is not gonna get net yeah, it, it basically hurts your next video.
1: So we're still so, still doing the live show here. Yeah, quantum leap was one of them. That that worked for, for us fine. So we're still gonna be doing all the normal live show, but all the all the stuff we talk about that's not in our sci-fi wheelhouse, we're going to parse out to those separate channels so that, so that they have a place to go. And that at the very least, those clips aren't affecting the clips that should be doing well.
0: Right. And also some other good news is, and you might've caught it when we were doing the live show, but when we do reviews, we're probably not going to be doing reviews on Thursdays anymore. Um, We'll do like the, the little quick she Hulk thing, but rings of power is going to be on Fridays. And House of the Dragon is going to be on Mondays. And guess what? Those are going to be members live shows. Right. So that's more members content for you guys who, and we appreciate you so much. Thank you for coming here and spending, uh, you know, some money to support the channel and, and, uh, and help us, you know, grow. So we're going to try to bring more content for you guys uh, on those, at those times.
1: Archmage Fred Bridgerton Unleashed.
0: What's <laughs> Bridgerton?
1: It's a TV show, man. Come on, Shane. I don't know that one. It's like boring romantic crap. It's, it's C- So w- that's why I don't it's know CW it. CW for adults. Oh, there's something. Wait, the CWs has crawled up into adults? Mm. Come on. I mean, it's always been there, but it was usually relegated to like, you know, the Lifetime Network. <laughs> yeah. This is Bridgington. I mean, it's not, it's definitely better than CW. Like, I'm not going to try to say it's, but like, oh, it's, just, awful. Oh, it, it's boring terrible. period piece crap, dude, you know, looks awful. Yeah. It's not. like My wife would adore this. Uh, I would
0: not. I was thinking about, though, I was like, am I a hypocrite? Because like I'm watching House of the Dragon and I'm like, that's essentially the same thing. It's like a bunch of drama and people like, you know, in these weird situations where there's a whole bunch of like scandalous things happening. And then they just happen to tease us with some nudity and some dragons, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's a good portion of it, but also I don't think I've ever seen anyone get their head chopped off on Red Mm Bridgerton or Downton Abbey. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, it's not to be, to be fair. I've never seen an episode of any of that stuff, but yeah.
1: Also the writing is better. The characters have like more character. I don't know. House of Dragons has yes, it has similar drama and all that, but there's also like this like action and there's like this political intrigue and there's more to it. Bridgerton is literally just like imagine if you took that entire every scene where they're around the table insulting each other in the king's table. Yeah, just take that, make all the characters younger, and like, are they of age? And that's every episode of Bridgerton right there.
0: Okay, and like people are constantly going, Tea, darling.
1: Tea, darling. Tea. I, 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 tea, I fancy the young horse boy. I would like to go <laughs> visit him. And in, in, sh- in the shabby, oh, I don't I can't say the words. <laughs> you met all those people that were so mad at you for mispronouncing downtown Abbey. <laughs> what there was, uh, was that mean? So. Shane has never, he's never seen Downton Abbey. He didn't even know anything about it. And we were doing this. Um, oh, I remember we that. We did yeah. the Picard Sun thing. The actor had starred in uh, a season or whatever of Downton Abbey. And Shane has no idea how it's pronounced. So he's, he vocally, he's like, oh, it's Annette and recently from Downton Abbey. Did <laughs> I say Downtown Abbey? You said Downton you said not not you, you said like downtown, like cross yeah. downtown with downtown. That's what you said.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, because in my mind it was downtown Abbey.
1: People lost their collective minds. What? How dare you? Like, how, why are you watching a Star Trek? I just Good wanted idea. to like right. How to are my, you even I'm here right you, now? All right. Why are you watching Downtown Abbey? It's so crazy. Like, apparently it was crossover between Downtown Abbey and Star Trek. That's new to me. What? All right. All right, here we go. We are talking about Lower Decks, Strange New Worlds crossover. And we got the scoop for you, boys and girls, because it is going to be a live-action Lower Decks in the Strange New Worlds universe. Woo! This is going to be good. I don't know how they're going to pull this off. I don't know how the time even adds up, frankly speaking, Shane. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Lower Decks takes place so far in the future in comparison to Strange New Worlds. I don't know how this works. But I'll tell you this. I just started the new season of Lower Decks. And I love that first episode. The music was great. Taking off with First Contact. It really... Dude, that show is coming into its own. It's found its feet, for sure. Ooh. It's still an adult cartoon, whatever. But it's certainly a lot... It's It's... Becoming less about the zany nonsense and a little more, a little more Star Trek. It's a little more, a little more Rick and Morty and a little less Family Guy. You know what I mean? Okay,
0: yeah. I mean that's that's definitely a plus. You know, because of some of those episodes in I think season two. No, I can't remember what it was, but there was some pretty wild stuff. Oh yeah, going on. the the Clippy and the orgies and that's weird. A lot of weird naked stuff going on, and I'm like, wait a second, what's going
1: on? No, for, uh, the first episode of this last season, real quick. Um, you thought they were going to like totally just demolish the Starfleet ideals because the main character was
0: mm.
1: was, you know, was assuming that her mother was about to be railroaded by Starfleet and everyone yeah. kept telling her to trust, trust the system. Starfleet's got her back. And but she was painting it as not a thing. And by the end of the um, spoiler, alert, by the end of this uh, of the episode, exactly what Starfleet should have done is what they did. The act, yeah. the officers acted like officers, and they taught this this character that like this character that probably belongs in Star Trek Discovery. They taught her what a real Starfleet officer should have done and would have done, and it was perfect. It's really good, yeah, I mean, it's really well done. Well, to get to the information about
0: the crossover, because that's kind of the big news. And and uh, Kurtzman, when he was doing uh, the after show with uh, with uh, Wesley Crusher. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Our
1: favorite. Will what you, Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Will uh, when he was Wheaton, Wheaton. When he was doing the after show said, hey, there's going to be a... The, Will,
0: Will said, is there going to be a crossover, Alex? And Alex was like, mm, yes. Yeah. And so... I'm sorry, real the, quick.
1: Like, yeah. Will Wheaton just randomly asked that question? No, of course. You no, don't. it's in the script. But that's what I thought was funny. He's such a horrible like, actor. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I, I love that Alex
0: paused as if he didn't know it was coming right like that's the best part of it he's like will there be a crossover next year and and Alex is like mm, yes and it was like wow well, you knew he was going to ask you that question there's no freestyling here right but the crossover it looks like it I mean it ends up going to be lower decks crossing over with strange new worlds uh, and basically uh, at San Diego Comic Con 2022 it was announced that this crossover was happening and uh, lower deck star, Jack Quaid, who plays Brad Boimler uh, is going to be a live action version of his character on strange new worlds.
1: Awesome. He's also in the boys.
0: <clears throat> yes, he's on the boys and I like him on the boys. I do too. Uh, and I was actually did not realize he was the voice of Boimler. And uh, that gives me a whole different view of the character now. Yeah. Um, so he said here, yeah, I feel like I should specify the exact way that it's going to be because I've been looking and seeing a lot of different takes on what's going to happen. Quaid replied. So we already shot it and it's Tawny Newsom and I as the live action versions of our animated characters. I don't know if I can get into plot details or anything, but yes, I'm going to have purple hair. Uh, we had uniforms made. We got to step on board the enterprise, which was really interesting and got to interact with that amazing cast and that amazing crew. And it was such an interesting challenge to be a live-action version of an animated character. What do you do? What's too much? What's too little? How do you stay in voice? How do you bring some physicality to it? How does the character move on the animated show, and how can you make it work in live action? Um, So that's kind of what we should expect to, to happen for the crossover. But you have a really good point. Uh, the things that happen to USS Cerritos is taking place in the future. So, what's up?
1: Yeah. How does the Cerritos crew, or at least a portion of the crew, get back to uh, Strange New Worlds? So, I'm assuming <clears throat> here's some options. Ready? It must be because the Cerritos is that that's all taking place in the 21st century, 24th century. So, I'm assuming that maybe they're using the holodeck. No. Uh No?
0: Well, it's a Strange New Worlds episode. There ain't no holodeck in Strange New Worlds.
1: No, it's maybe the the Cerritos is using...
0: No, it's a Strange New Worlds episode. So, it cannot be a a Lower Decks episode. They can't start with them. You see what I'm saying? Strange New Worlds is not going to cut up their show and make it about them. It's going to be a crossover. So it's going to be some starting with strange new worlds and something's going to happen that the lower decks crew is going to end up interacting with them. Oh, that's I how So it's work. a
1: crossover. So it's not. Yeah. So the crossover is two parts. So it takes place in strange new worlds and in lower decks. No,
0: it doesn't lower decks is going to be done. I see. Yeah. Now, could they set up? And I don't think. I still don't think it would work. Could they set up in the finale of Lower Decks? Because uh, it hasn't ended right yet, right?
1: It hasn't ended yet. no.
0: so could the finale of Lower Decks, season three? Season three, yeah. It could. Could it set up the crossover? Perhaps, but it would really be a weird way for Enterprise to back into it. So we're talking about time travel here.
1: Time travel has. It has. The it only has option quick. is time travel. Yes. All right.
0: So it looks like... Wormhole, something weird. Now, and th- now it could be this. It could be that the Cerritos crew comes into the past via some sort of wormhole or something, right? And enter- the Enterprise just happens to be there and be like, whoa, you know what I mean? It could be that kind of time travel. Not saying Enterprise time travels. Could be Cerritos, it happens to them, you see?
1: Yeah, you know what's interesting is know they they got lucky here. Um, when it comes to doing a crossover, this is Tony New Newsom, right? So yeah. she she was in that show, uh, Space Force. Yes. Um, great, by the way. Great show. It was okay. okay. Um I that thought was not was, I thought it was hilarious. Anyway I don't know how you can it, the main main character's not funny. I just don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, well yeah. So the problem wasn't yes, okay, you're right. Michael Scott wasn't funny. Um but everyone around him was. That's what I liked about it. Anyways, true. True. anyways, she was great, and she actually looks like her lower deck character. And well, yeah. yeah. So so does Jack Quaid. They both do. Yeah, I,
0: I'm pretty sure they're kind of based on him.
1: Which is sort of, that that's really impressive. That's not really the way animation works usually. I mean, they might base, yeah. might base some of the stuff on that character, but like they actually look a lot yeah. like those characters. That's true. Um. Okay. So. I'm assuming, let's say, uh, Tony Newsom and and Quaid, they go back in, or Boimer whatever, they go back, they're, they're, they're on a shuttle, and they're on the way back to Cerritos, and they get sucked yeah. into the DS9 wormhole, because they love throwing member berries all over that show. It's like, Lower Decks is like Star Trek member berries animated. They get sucked into the wormhole. Can't be a 9 wormhole, though. Why not?
0: Because that one doesn't time travel.
1: Damn, damn it. Shame. Why? Why so logical?
0: Well, they could be like an orb of time. I think uh, you know. Or, yeah, I could. I mean, it could be something like that.
1: All right. So whatever or, it is, it, they're 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 going to be by themselves. So they're not going to be with their whole Cerritos crew.
0: Yeah. See, that's where I kept saying it's not going to be a crossover on Strange New Worlds because then you got to like create a live action Cerritos. And you got to do a whole thing like that. But no, they're just going to do a couple characters. Ah, this is easy peasy.
1: And let's be real. A lot of the characters on that show, their real life selves don't look like those characters like they do.
0: Right. And here's here's the really cool thing about this. These actors are are used to being live action actors. Right. So it's not like typical voice actors that just kind of that's what they do. Right. Like these guys can realistically pull off being on a live action show. So that's probably why they made this choice.
1: Right. Like, if they ever did a live action family guy, you know Mila Kunis is, does not look like Meg uh, Griffin. Okay. No, right. Yeah. It's not, not going to go down that way. Um, <laughs> Seth, in front of the jokes about it because I took a, one of the most attractive people I know in real life and I made her the ugliest character I, uh, that I've ever drawn. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Good job, Seth. Um, all right. So the actor went on to explain that the cast of Stranger Worlds was so welcoming. I feel like Ethan Peck, who plays Spock, and I have a firm bromance. he's amazing we had a blast Tawny never thought that she would be on a physical Starfleet ship so she is touching a lot of buttons and dials and knobs and breaking things just to see that through her eyes and see her light up that was so cool we're really good friends in real life so being able to do that together was such a dream and there are going to be uh, there are going to be an anime elements to it what but not like a Roger Rabbit with cartoons and real people mixed together you'll see how it all (laughs) works out interesting There's going to be animated
0: elements to it, but not like a Roger Rabbit with cartoons and real people. So it's not going to be cartoon and people mixed together, but there are going to be animated elements to it. Oh man, that confuses the
1: heck out of me. So maybe, maybe they get sucked into a wormhole in, in animation and get Uh, thrown out in live action, in live action.
0: Ah, Okay. It still it still is weird to me because it shouldn't be centered around them at all on the show. But you know what I mean? Like we shouldn't see them in the future coming backwards in time.
1: Right. In reality, because this is not an animated show, like you there should be no animation. It's, it should be more like these characters that we are aware of on the animated show are also in they, because they because they're they're supposed to be like in the same universe, right? These yeah. characters are physical. There should be no animation portion to this.
0: Well, I think Archmage has a good idea here. He said, we know from Lower Decks trailers they're going to visit DS9 this season, so they'll mess with the orb of time and blip out by the end of the season and show up on Strange New Worlds.
1: That's okay. a good theory. All right. Freaking orb of time. All right. I hate time travel so much. I know. I hate I do, you know. I hate it. I hate it. Necessary I used to love it. Now I hate it. Anyways, that's a really cool. Uh, it's really cool. I'm really stoked. Not because I'm like some big lower decks fan. I'm actually just becoming a quote unquote fan this season. Um, uh, the last couple seasons were just sort of, sort of interesting at best. Um, for me, I mean that's the sub- subjective. You could have loved it. I personally thought like the whole orgy scene was just ridiculous and stupid. True. Another
0: um, positive thing about this episode that's coming up that we're going to see with a crossover. Mm-hmm. It's directed by Jonathan Frakes, of course, you know. So that's that's cool.
1: Yeah, and I love I love me some Frakes. Give me all the yeah. Frakes. Frakes. Yeah, I want to see all of the Frakes, please. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's pretty cool. Uh, good to know. All right, so we're it's we we have finally had the question answered, and I called it. By the way, I did call it. I did. I said it's going to be live action Cerritos.
0: You did. Um, did.
1: yeah so that's good um, I would love to, I can't wait to see how they how do they pull that off that's going to be really interesting um,
0: man they've already got four seasons renewed of they are, not only do they got a season three but they got a season four already of lower decks yeah maybe because it's so damn cheap maybe yeah and you could do, I mean you could do animation forever
1: yeah it doesn't At- it doesn't have the same problem that regular sci-fi does right
0: yeah people don't age So
1: um, well, that's awesome. Um, I can't wait to see it. And I'm super excited about Strange New World Season 2. I can't. It's, I am i been excited about a um, Star Trek show since, since Strange New Worlds came out.
0: I'm strangely excited about Discovery. I just want to see what the train wreck's going to happen hold
1: next. Up, now. Hold up, hold let up. Me, let me stop this recording. Yeah. You can explain that to me. Okay. Uh, guys, please uh, hit the subscribe button on the way the comment section. To tell Shane he's out of his damn mind. No, I'm excited, guys. All right, explain yourself. Why are you excited? Because it's just going to be a complete and utter
0: train wreck, and now I just want to watch it blow up. It's going to be the worst thing ever. I can't
1: wait. Okay.
0: I'm actually excited about it.
1: So we're sort of on the same page here. Yeah. See, season four of Discovery might have been the worst not just Star Trek. <laughs> I'm gonna be real clear. The worst science fiction I have ever seen. I'm not saying it wasn't shot well and the graphics weren't good. All that's re- yes, the quality of production, but the writing made zero sense. There I was know. so much of that show that was laughably overlooked, or purposely overlooked, which makes it worse.
0: Man, we're going to cover it so much better this year, Brian. We're going to cover it so much better.
1: There were portions of of, of season four where it's like sometimes the characters remembered they had transporters and sometimes they didn't. <laughs> I know,
0: I know. It's going to be great.
1: The butterfly people—whose batshit crazy idea was that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well as we're oh we're not it's not in this one we didn't do the article this week guys because I, I thought it wasn't good enough for like to really tell you guys about but it took them three months of research
1: to figure out those 10c aliens and I'm oh thinking my god can we quickly talk about that three months trying to figure that out if if we're not gonna do it can we just talk about it real quick because that's insane
0: I mean that's it that's the whole story three months to figure out how to do that season
1: four finale aliens yeah it took three months on how to get the 10C right. Newsflash, guys! You didn't get it right! (laughs) It was so all over the place. Oh, my God. In the fourth season of Star Trek Discovery, random planets and moons are being rent asunder by the free-floating dark matter anomaly that has recently appeared in the galaxy. The USS Discovery investigates the anomaly to find out is not a natural phenomenon. The dark matter anomaly is, in fact... An energy field created by a mysterious, undiscovered species that is eventually designated as Species Ten C,
0: and they're not even in our galaxy.
1: They're past. They're past the Great Barrier. Yeah. Once such a stupid. Everything about it was so stupid. Oh God, it was so. It was. It was so bad. This. The entire season is just so garbage. None of it makes sense. So many times you could have pulled out of that absolute tailspin and made and maybe flew the ship semi-straight and every time, every time the writers chose to just barrel directly into the ground. Episode <laughs> after episode after episode of just watching them, it was like they weren't even flying. At some point, they were purposely just digging into the dirt. It was just so horrible. Characters that were that were spoken about and never mentioned again foreshadowing that was never paid off characters that were coming out of nowhere the 10c was so good, so stupid they communicated with light and like scent and they all figured it out in like record time it none of it made sense the the, the side story with book and the crazy scientist guy they're like, we gotta destroy the 10c what are you insane these <laughs> this entire unit this entire species is so ins- incredibly advanced that to you, in the 900 years into the future, you see them as basically magic and you think it's a good idea to try and kill them? What are you talking about, dude? There was so, I was, so many times I'm watching this this, this season I'm like, why? Why are you doing this? Don't forget, you have a Use the transporters. What are, you, what are you talking about, sense of smell? What, you, you're now translating on a feeling? What? I, this show, at one point, was translating based on feelings. Literally, feel, feelings of warmth. And what are you talking about? None of it made sense. None of it. Not a single sentence that came. Why is Burnham the most important person in the galaxy in every version of time she's in? She walks into the... Pre- they just got there, right? And she's in like the Federation. <laughs> like the huge... The, the What's left of the Federation is voting on this big problem. It's the Tendency C Anomaly is destroying entire planets. And everyone looks to her. What do you think? What?! <laughs> why is she even there? She's the captain of one ship. Are all the captains there? Do they all get a say? Someone <laughs> someone, explain this crap to me. It makes no so sense. It,
0: it sounds to me like you are just as excited about season
1: five as me. So that's great. <sighs> right. God, bro. Oh, my God. You know what? You're right. I'm excited. I'm, ex- I'm excited for this. This is why I'm excited for, for the worst reason. Because we are going to be able to weekly pick this apart. Not in retrospect, not after the fact. We're going to be able to pick apart every scene as it's happening.
0: Yes. And and remember, they're doubling down. They're going to make it like old Star Trek. Remember <sighs> they said it they're
1: making season five like old trek oh so we don't even have to wait and i don't even know what it means we don't even have to wait until the end of the season to see that they didn't go anywhere with the writing from right week to week we can literally from week to week see from from at the beginning of this episode to the end of the episode how horrible they are writing the writing star trek yeah i'm oh, excited oh oh it's good it's, it's gonna be wonderful yeah I, oh my <laughs> so god I, I can't wait Oh, yeah. So I can't. It's so good. Oh. So Archmage
0: Frey says that Picard season two was the worst sci fi ever. And I'll tell you what, Archmage, it was saved by one thing. And that was Q and Picard hugging it out at the end. And that made the whole season for me. Nothing else needed to happen except for that hug. And I, that was
1: fun. I would disagree that it was the most disappointing ever, but it, it wasn't, was. I don't care if anyone says it wasn't as bad as Discovery. It wasn't. Discovery I mean, didn't even make, it, it didn't even make, it wasn't logical sense or Star Trek sense or any universe sense. It didn't even, it didn't even make common sense. So many parts of discovery made literally no sense. It was like, it was like watching a dream. Mm. It was like when you, when you wake up in the morning and you're like, well, that was a wild dream. Why was there? Why was my neighbor there with a dog face? That watching Discovery is like is like remembering a wacky dream and 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 you're try my logical mind is trying to make sense of what's happening and none of it I can't put any of the pieces together. It's just like week after week it's just infuriating.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Can't wait. Well, let's see. There's another good one. Archmage says it's like Christopher Columbus suddenly appearing today and, and, and us asking him how to prevent World War Three <laughs> with North Korea. Listen, it's worse than that, buddy. It's it's worse than that. Uh Christopher Columbus was 1492. That's only 500 plus years ago. How far in the future did uh did uh discovery go? was pretty it 900 much,
1: years? Pretty much a thousand years. It was like 1000 years. It was like 900 900 something years. So it's more like
0: uh if like like uh, King Arthur
1: <laughs> went into the
0: when was telling us how to defeat North Korea today.
1: <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was so weird too. It's like they're in that Federation chamber. I'm, like, screaming at my TV at, like, 3 in the morning. I'm, like, why is she there? Why? Why? Why is she standing next to the president of the Federation? And, <laughs> and your wife's, when, like, what? 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 And then when they all looked at her, and she basically makes, like, the deciding call. Like, she's, yeah. like, the last bit. The last vote. Oh. What? 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 What's happening? I'm, like, I'm, like, over here. Like, i lose I got to. Okay. I <sighs> <laughs> no yeah. Words, bro. yeah, Jeremy's and,
0: right. Discovery season one was the worst.
1: Oh, the burn too, and season three. Oh god, oh like that bad. All right, anyways, oh, god, mate, no, We sense. must move on before we have some gas. alien had a a, a a tantrum and blew up the universe.
0: Not just some aliens Saru's people, which makes it even worse somehow. Oh. Somehow makes
1: it worse. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's move. Let's move on. I'm getting my, get my wits about me. You, This is your fault by saying you can't, can't wait to see Discovery Season 5. can't wait to see
0: Discovery Season 5, man. It's like, I'm looking, you know what? I've given up, you know, oh, oh you know what's sad about that? You know what I just realized? What's sad about me looking forward to Discovery Season 5 is I've given up hope on good television.
1: On good Discovery?
0: On good anything. I mean, you
1: like Strange New Worlds.
0: I mean, I like it, but I'm not looking forward to it. Oh because i don't love the characters yet
1: from what we know about picard are you looking forward to that
0: okay yeah i'm kind of i'm looking forward to okay all right
1: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i am looking for, you know what you're right i'm looking forward to to picard yeah okay never mind we're good all right let's keep
1: going. yeah archmage i'm with you i actually like saru and i like doug jones but i don't like saru. all of his all the saru specific stories boring. were boring bro Kelpie, I like I like Doug yes. Jones, yes. but I don't like Yes, Michael. Kelpians. Please stroke my gobletum. <laughs> 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 it's coming out of my... my the What's it called? The goblatum. The
0: <laughs> I don't know what they are, but it's gross. The ganglia. It's the ganglia. Stroke my ganglia. <laughs> it sounds so dirty. Like, whatever, dude. It's weird. I hate kelpians
1: oh my god i they, they had such a great thing going there like they could have really like made that special instead like, they like like they made a mistake that's it it should have been that when the kelpians went through the change they became cool no they became they became um The higher species.
0: The higher species. That would have been cool.
1: Instead, they made a two-species planet. It made made no sense. Yeah.
0: Anyways. (sighs) Cows, man. Cows. Freaking cows,
1: man. Freaking cows. All right. We are talking once again about Henry Cavill's return to Superman. But this time, it's a little different. Yes, from week to week, we talk about the rumors and the tweets and the random instagram posts and the possibility of henry cavill returning as superman but this time it's different and shane please explain to me how that's the case
0: um because it's just going to happen man just trust me
1: that's not it's good enough that's, that's, not
0: that's not good not enough, good enough. <laughs> take take okay. take the helmet
1: off and explain to me please
0: all right so according to insider at ajept arts uh, multiple scoopers 100% believe Henry is back. Uh, apparently, this person got a DM uh, from a, from a person that is extraordinarily trusted. Has always been skeptical over Cavill and Affleck returning, and now they are saying it is going to happen. It wouldn't be specific on who told him, uh, but this is more of this is actually a uh, uh, somebody who who, you know, we could trust as a a scooper. Um, And they went on to say that before this, it was seen as impossible, but the tides are changing and something is going on. Uh, Referring to the changes and the tides that have happened since the studios merging with with Warner Brothers Discovery and and Zasloff, obviously. Here's what I think. I think Zasloff came back and said, yeah, 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 get all those guys back. That was good. That was working. That made us money. Get them all back. <laughs> I, I I think that is Dude, what's happening.
1: His though. account was suspended on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know for for backing for backing
1: Zaslav. I don't know. I don't know. While unconfirmed, this is just one of the several promising insights from notable insiders. The Raps and Gonzalez recently recently claimed that those at Warner Brothers Discovery, like Cavill as Superman. Though Fandango's Eric Davis has also claimed that Clavel, Cavill doesn't want to do it. Another thing too is that someone um, I I read I can't remember his name, another guy who recent who before was saying it's not going to happen. Cavill's out. Don't you know? Don't worry about it. It's it's, it's not happening. Recently hmm. reneged on that statement and said, "Nope, uh, I'm, I was wrong. It's it's happening, and it's all because of Zaslov. Yeah, I mean, it just makes sense.
0: I mean, if you were Henry Cavill, Brian,
1: would you want to continue being Superman? Yeah. For as long as humanly possible, right? Well, especially since they... Apparently they offered him like $30 million or something crazy. Um, I I do think that Henry Cavill might be really pushing it for how much money he can get from this character. Like, Henry Cavill's great. But... Hmm. He's not Robert Downey Jr. right now. He's not yet, I I, I suppose you can say. He's not Tom Cruise yet. Mm. He's great and he's perfect as Superman. I agree. But, like, how are you turning down $25 million or whatever? Like, I don't get that. Because, I mean, for The Witcher, how much did he make for The
0: Witcher? I mean, that's, I mean, I, how much it's interesting. And Maybe it's about how much other people are getting paid. I mean, that could be it. I know the, the ego for actors sometimes is like, well, how much did Ben Affleck get paid?
1: Yeah. I mean, that. It's Ben. Affleck. I mean, it's, I'm not like a Ben Affleck super fan, but it is Ben Affleck. He's a household name.
0: He, yeah, but still Henry Cavill's like, like a hundred times better than Ben Affleck.
1: He is better.
0: Period. You're right. Yeah. So, you know, he, Cavill needs to get his due, but I mean, it's like, how, how often do you get to be a legacy character? <laughs> I mean, look at Patrick Stewart. It's like, okay, he was, you know, Captain Picard and, you know, Professor X. Like, those are legacy characters forever and ever and ever. Right. You know, you want to be legacy characters that will be remembered. You know, being Superman for being the the best Superman ever is like a thing, like a big deal. Right. You know what I mean? I would assume you would want to carry that mantle. So if he doesn't want to do any more Superman, then... I got a question. What's up with Cavill? But like we know, he has the same uh, representation as uh, the rock. And, you know, everybody's kind of friendly. So I just see him easily being dragged back in. So,
1: and according to this, Cavill stated that there's a lot more stories for his iteration of Superman to tell. He said, there's there's still a lot of storytelling for me to do as Superman. And I would absolutely love the opportunity. The killing of Zod gave a reason for the character never to kill again. Superman falling to the ground and screaming afterwards. Blah, blah, blah. He said the cape is still in the closet. Jeez. This guy is really milking the media. Look, I love Henry Cavill, but I feel like he might be milking the media to get that contract as high a number as possible. You know what? Fine, dude. Get your bag. But I hope that they don't eventually walk away thinking that he, he's not actually not actually willing to deal. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. And we, and we don't know how much the other, you know, Warner Brothers leadership gave him, gave him a bad taste in his mouth with what they did, you know, just with the Justice League stuff. It could be like, I don't know if I want to work with these people. So well, maybe that's changed now that there's new leadership.
1: Right, and he, and he, he uh, multiple actors said they would never come back to D.C., and then the second Zach asked them to do reshoots, they ran back. And, they, yeah. and, they, and, and, and they did it with excitement and they posted it everywhere. Right. You're right. They wanted to work with Zach again. They did stay they didn't want to work with the rest of the, you know, Hamada, Walter Hamada and all those, right. genres, you know? So it just seems
0: like the insider buzz is like really coming to a crescendo. And now we've got people confirming like that real big scoopers, like, like insiders that you really can trust. Uh, that were previously skeptical are now saying, "Oh, oh, oh, it's happening!" So that sounds to me like it's happening. So far as we can confirm.
1: So he got, uh, according to this, Henry Cavill got four hundred thousand per episode for season one of The Witcher, and two million per episode for season two of The Witcher. Okay, so that's, that's still more money to make a Superman movie, right? So that's that's putting him at uh, squarely, you know, twenty million. Yeah, around twenty million dollars for The Witcher. That's well, yeah. For season two, we got twenty million. For season, I mean, yeah. Well, how many episodes were there? Eight, probably. 16, 10. He got sixteen million. No, he got sixteen million.
0: Was eight, so sixteen million. I mean, that's eight hours, you know, or you know, whatever. Almost eight hours of, of stuff. This is a two hour movie. To make 20,
1: 30 million bucks, he should do it. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you Mm -hmm. should. Um, Yeah, I I really hope that all this waiting is now just a part of um, the fan service. And I think that The Rock is, you know, Dwayne Johnson's like, hey, listen, we need to release. Look, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, say what you will about the guy. He is excellent at hype. The guy is a marketing genius. He knows how to wait and just wait at the exact right time to release the right information and put that that post out, whatever. He knows how to do that. He knows marketing. He's very good at it. I can totally, I I can even see that a deal has already been made and it's already been penned and it might even be with his production company and he's like, wait until the week of Black Adam's opening.
0: Yeah. Maybe that's why DC Fandom is canceled. Because they're having a hard time keeping the lid on this thing.
1: Oh, interesting. You think yeah. like you think that news is so big that they would rather just cancel the fandom? Why not? Maybe that's the only news they really have. Maybe they don't, they don't, they don't have anything special for it. Right. They feel like if they have
0: DC fandom, they almost have to come out with it if it happens. That's you a know good what I mean? point.
1: Because think about how much <clears throat> how much better Black Adam would be if they made that announcement the week of that opening. I mean just have them in the end credit. No, no, but you can announce it and then don't tell them that there's an end credit, but then actually have them in the end credit too. That's what I'm saying. Don't announce it at all. Just have it pop up in the end credit. It'll be all over the place. Oh, the word of mouth will be insane. Yeah, it'll be insane.
0: Don't don't say a damn thing. Yeah, that show needs to come out, and then on opening night have people go, Oh my god, Black Adam and Superman.
1: Mm. You're totally right, dude. Because like if it if if he is actually in and apparently there was there is a Superman end credit scene, but it was like a blurry face or something in the in mm-hmm. the screen during the screen testing uh, screeners. Yeah. So maybe they it was a blurry face because they didn't want to reveal who it was, or maybe they had not locked in the deal yet, or what. I don't know. I'm this I'm basing this completely off of people that have heard it from other people that have heard it from other people, so I don't even know. But yeah. if he is in the end credit scene, that is going to that movie's going to come out on a Friday, and by Monday, it's going to be, it's going to be, you know, four hundred percent, you know, a high octane news. Yeah, I mean, dude, that that will guarantee a, a set a, a better second week than an opening week. And what block but what superhero movies need is they need to make more money in the next two weeks. Right in the next two weeks that they made in the first week, that's how they sort of judge. Like, okay, this movie can this movie can go hmm. the distance. And lately, a lot of superhero movies have been falling off like 60 percent in the in, uh, in the next week because there's just no buzz about it. That yeah. would change that for sure.
0: That's a good point. I like what Archmage says here. They should have at the end of that, after that end credit scene, Henry Cavill will return. I would include as Superman. You know what I mean? Right after that end credit scene. People would like be
1: cheering, standing up, Woo. You know, I'd be kicked out for, you know, furiously uh, touching myself inappropriately. I don't, I don't know why. You would do that. <laughs> I'm just
0: like, <laughs> sir, you can't do that in here. Keep your clothes on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you don't
0: understand Superman's coming back.
1: Henry Cavill! <laughs> um, yeah i don't think people fully realize how insane some people are about that dude coming back as superman i'm one of those people like i need him to come back as superman i just have to have it have to
0: yeah i want it too
1: i don't even want to watch another superman not yet i don't either i
0: i want and i
1: also want affleck yeah it's weird i, I want him i want wonder woman i yeah. want him I want I want the character. Yeah. I want those I want those characters, please. Don't yeah. Stop stop jerking me around. I right? Want those actors as
0: those characters.
1: Yes. Okay, everybody, that's it. Hit that subscribe button on the way to the comment section. Let us know what you guys think about this news. Are you stoked? Do you think that they're holding the news for a black Adam teaser? Let us know in the comment section below. Mm. Hmm. Hmm.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you very much.
1: <sighs> All right, here we go. Yeah, I can do without Ezra. He's so nuts. I'm cool. Plus, he's stupid running. So, so stupid with that running.
0: I don't care about Ezra. I know. It's like it, the running is a buggy thing. I mean, the, the acting, like when he's being the Flash, that's cool. You know, when he's like the little comic relief or whatever,
1: mm. that works. Yeah, they could have done better. <clears throat> Ezra Miller was always a weird unknown quantity. Like when they yeah. cast Jason Momoa, I was like, hell yes. Even though he's not like this blonde hair, blue eyed guy, I didn't care. Like that's, that works. Gal Godot, worked. Ben Affleck even, I was like, yeah, everyone's mad, but it works. But when they said yeah. Ezra Miller, I'm like, Who? Why didn't they just make Grant Gustin the Flash in the movie? Because he was in CW, man. CW's got stank on it, bro. I mean, he still would have been a great Flash. Nah, CW got stank. You need a real Hollywood actor. Mm. I Poor like bro. Grant Gustin. I like the guy. But he's a TV actor, man. You need, you need real... You need chops. You need chops. Honestly, chopped. bro, I wish they would have never put Ryan Reynolds in that garbage Green Lantern movie. Because he would have been an amazing Flash. Oh, he would have been a great,
0: he's no, he's too old now. Uh Maybe he's too old. Yeah, Either The Ryan. younger Ryan Reynolds would have been a great flash.
1: He would have killed it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on.
0: I understand now why I got rogue squadron rogue, rogue one, part two wrong.
1: All right. I'm going to hit record. Here, Patty please. Jenkins
0: face is all over this thing.
1: Okay. One second. You ready?
0: I mean, it doesn't need to be part of the clip. Okay. That comment, because it was for the fan. For when I said it earlier, we had that we had that shit the clip. Mm. There's a big Patty Jenkins. She's apparently doing this movie. She did Rogue One. Mm. So now she she's also- doing Rogue Squad. Well,
1: she did something else too that was good.
0: Wonder Woman.
1: Oh. No, oh, she's good. Yeah. Well, then she did Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. I mean, I know you didn't like it, but I don't like it. I think the script was a problem, not the direction. So I, wow. think, I think Max was an amazing character. Yeah. <laughs> we are talking about Star Trek versus Star Wars and the ultimate battle of the century. At the end of 2023, December, to be precise, in December of 2023, two hard-hitting juggernaut franchises will go head-to-head. In the ultimate star battle, Star Trek versus Star Wars, the beatdown begins. Who will win? We don't know because we it probably aren't even going to happen. I don't um, think it's
0: going to happen. That almost like sounded like uh, epic rap battles of history. The way you're doing that,
1: epic rap battles of history. (laughs) Star Trek versus Star Wars. Yeah, begin. Yeah. (laughs) So what's up with this? uh, nonsense because like let's be real uh the odds of star trek 4 happening i mean i feel like the odds of star trek 4 happening are the same odds of me getting like a hundred thousand dollars by next year
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh well and and that news just got worse because matt shakeman uh, decided he's not going to do the next movie. He was the director who was set to do Star Trek 4. Oh, my God. And I was like, eh, never
1: mind. Yeah. yeah I'm maybe, not gonna do it. maybe because he was like, hey, guys, uh, are we going to get this started? And they're like, we're still working on it, bud. He's like, uh, yeah, for... yeah never mind. I'm out. It's like, yeah. The... Like, do we have actors for this movie? Yeah,
0: yeah. We got them. Well, the actors are like, oh, uh, nobody's called us. <laughs> he calls Chris Pine. Hey, man, you excited
1: to do this movie? Who, who is this?
0: <laughs> what what movie? Star what?
1: Star, Star Trek.
0: <laughs> so we got Star Trek 4 was supposed to come out in 2023. And on top of that, and the reason why this is interesting, is because uh, Star Wars Rogue Squadron was supposed to come out uh, in December, also 2023. <laughs> um, so they were going to come out essentially like maybe even the same week. That right. would have been crazy to have a Star Trek movie and a Star Wars movie come out. They've never, ever come out at the same time right. before. Uh, this would have been the f- first time. So this technically will be the first time, but based on what we are learning, we don't believe that either of these movies will be able to hold to their dates. Right. So, you know, but yeah. Yeah. Epic rap battle. Now I want an epic rap battle between Star Trek and Star Wars. I know we've had it.
1: I'm pretty sure there are okay. is already.
0: Isn't there like a uh, Captain Kirk and like Luke Skywalker
1: epic rap battle or something like that? I love this so much. It says in, in 2021, Matt Shakman was hired to direct Star Trek 4 with Paramount trying hard to secure Shaqman as director after his work on One Division for Marvel Studios. I mean, it's not like he did like an amazing job. <clears throat> I mean <laughs> like, like, Oh my god, we have to have this guy. Oh like, Matt Shankman. Did you see WandaVision? We need him for <laughs> Star Trek. It's so perfect. <sighs> <laughs> I like the way you think. The film was set to be directed from a script written by Josh Friedman and Cameron Squires based on an earlier draft by Lindsay Bear. Oh, I remember that was a horrible script. <laughs> You remember her, her Lindsay Bear's idea for that? Oh, my God. Initially, the film's release date was set for June 2023, with the film being fast-tracked for production. I like their version of fast-track. Yeah. In early to mid-2022, however, to make room for Transformers Rise of the Beast.
0: Because <laughs> uh, that one's important.
1: <laughs> right. Star Trek's four release date was pushed back to December.
0: That's the reason they moved it. Not because nobody was available to do the movie.
1: Yeah. I don't... Can you explain this idea to me? How do you make plans involving multiple people without talking to multiple people?
0: Because studios just think that they're in charge of everything. And, I mean, while technically they are, there are moving parts that you have to take into consideration. And they didn't... You know, Paramount didn't take into consideration whether the actors could do it. They just didn't... They just made an announcement. So dumb.
1: The actors like, Oh, cool. We're doing a movie. Guys, movie I have an announcement. Um, my wife and I, and Shane and Shane's wife, and at least three of you in the chat right now, we're, we are all going to be going to Florida what? next year to the new Walt what? Disney Star Wars cruise. So... What? Let, just let you know, next year, December, 2023. That's what we're doing. Just okay. Who's paying for this? I mean, that's not really our problem. Our problem is that we're doing that.
0: <laughs> oh, I see. Somebody else will figure that out. <laughs> like,
1: the, like the. I don't. I don't think anyone. I don't. I can't imagine this is how studios always operate. They have to, like, get a deal in place before they just announce stuff.
0: I just... I I think it might have a lot to do with how Paramount really feels about its actors. Like, I wonder if in their mind they think, yeah, oh, we could just replace anybody. Like, let's make this movie. You know what I mean? You can't. You But you
1: can't. You, you can't. Just, I agree. And that's... I don't know. I, that's, if they really believe that they can just like replace Kirk... After two existing movies? Three, yeah. Or three? Like, <laughs> oh my God. Some of these studios make such bad decisions. It doesn't even make sense. All right. Well, it looks like Matt's going to be,
0: uh possibly, he's negotiating, to be the director for Marvel's 2024 Fantastic Four.
1: Great. Go do it, bro. So Again. I see why
0: he's like, you know,
1: yeah. Again, though, what about WandaVision made you think this guy is perfect for Star Trek?
0: Well, I see why they want him for Fantastic Four, because he's already done a Marvel product. Right. But you're right. I don't know. You know, this whole industry insider stuff, it's not really necessarily how good you are. It's who you know. It's who says, you know, it's somebody going, you know, somebody at Paramount is like having lunch with somebody else. Like, hey, you know who's good? as that Matt Shakeman guy. Oh, He's really cool over there. You see that WandaVision? No, no, I oh. didn't see WandaVision. Well, yeah. it's really, really good. Yeah. The person at Paramount never watches WandaVision, and they hire Matt Shakeman yeah. because of their lunch. That's how things go.
1: Dumb. It is. All right, so we we just covered the fact that Star Trek Four <clears throat> probably not happening, okay? But on right. the off chance it does, will it actually battle Star Wars Rogue Squadron? <clears throat>
0: Well, here's what we know about Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Uh, In 2020, Patty Jenkins, who of course did Rogue One and Wonder Woman, uh, was announced to direct Rogue Squadron as the next Star Wars movie uh, with a script from Matthew Robinson. Production was then set to begin in 2022 with Jenkins leaving some other projects to focus solely on Rogue Squadron and Wonder Woman 3. Something to think about. Uh, in April, 2022, Disney confirmed that the release date was still the same uh, as was initially announced for the film, which was uh... December 2023. No, no, which is not. However, a month later, Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy, everybody's favorite, announced that Rogue Squadron had been pushed to the side, citing further work on the script being needed. Kennedy also announced that Taika Waititi's untitled Star Wars film would be the next to release with the latter still not having a release date, it is therefore unlikely it releases before 2023, meaning that if YTT is the next release movie in the franchise, as per Kennedy, Rogue Squadron will not hit its December 2023 release. So yes, that's when Rogue Squadron is supposed to come out, but Kathleen says that's not the next one that's going to come out.
1: But who knows?
0: <laughs> right, so so, screen rant, this is our question for you. Why did you write this damn article? Right,
1: what is the so point so, of this?
0: What was the point, buddy? You know who wrote this? Let's get this person here so apparently author is Lewis Glazer Brook, so you're
1: pretty much positive that Star Wars isn't happening, and anyone with three brain cells <laughs> knows Star Trek Four isn't happening, so this. So what's the point of this?
0: Well, the point is is that at one point, Rogue Squadron and Star Wars 4 were scheduled to be released in December
1: 2023.
0: Uh, so it, it could have happened. It could have happened, I guess. It no. almost happened. You know what this should have been titled? The Star Trek versus Star
1: Wars movie battle that almost happened. You know That's what, So Star Trek and Star Wars have, have never come out at the same time, have they? Not no
0: no and smartly so wisely so
1: right yeah you, you know why that.
0: why would you you know mess with sci-fi audiences like that who can only afford to go to one movie that that month
1: right right imagine imagine those poor nerds but like I have eighteen dollars <laughs> I don't my... know what to do <laughs> I'm it's like uh,
0: Melvin and uh, with the stapler
1: <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, let's know what you guys think. On the way to the comment section to tell Shane that he's nuts. I don't really have a reason for that. Just in general, hit the subscribe button because only 93% of you are subscribed. What do you want to say, Shane?
0: I Just funny stuff here. Like, Art Mage says, are you even allowed to mention Kathleen Kennedy without having a Doomcock cameo in the video? <laughs> <laughs> that is so on the point. You have no idea, man. <laughs>
1: They oh, gotta locked yeah. the door. I knew he was knocking. He was like, guys, I was like, guys,
0: <laughs> it's are you my talking turn.
1: about Kathleen Kennedy?
0: <laughs> it's my turn.
1: I no. want to speak about Kathleen Kennedy too. <laughs> okay.
0: How dare you? <laughs> Jeremy here says, uh, if Star Trek four would begin filming today, would it even be ready in 16 months? It would be really tough, bro. It would be tough.
1: Yeah. The odds of it, the odds of it happening. I'm telling you, it's like it, yeah, you know what i I think that we can hit a million subscribers on this channel, not the prime <laughs> channel, on this channel by next like
0: even the prime channel would
1: <laughs> no, no, I, I I the prime channel is a long shot at best, this right. is impossible, i don't I guess technically, it's possible if you throw enough money and time at it, and everything falls into place, but like dude, I don't. And then what kind of product is it gonna be when you release that big of a movie in like with like a twelve month production? Like no. Bro, we make like a twenty minute video that takes us like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that's funny. Well, you know what I think's gonna happen with Star Trek Four? I think uh, when Carl Urban is done with the boys, then Star Trek Four will go into production.
1: Okay, we've decided to push it. Uh because we don't want to um we don't want uh you know, we don't want we want to make space for uh Transformers seventeen rise of the nanobots. Oh my God. Yeah,
0: you're gonna see in like February, January or February, you're gonna see Star Trek four pushed to summer twenty twenty four, and then they're gonna say we just had to wait because of uh the boys and carl Irvin.
1: and like i said let us know what you guys think in the comment section down below and please hit the subscribe button if you're not subscribed and that is all my friends until next time live long and prosper
0: and uh may the force be with you damn it i didn't get that part well you, we had to do both you're right you're right my bad
1: <laughs> you want to do it again i'll add it to it ready
0: oh i gotta do it again all okay. right
1: until next time my friends live long and prosper and may the force be with you. God, it was so much better the first time. Oh, sorry. I really wish I would I kept recording. Damn it. Doom Like, okay. Guys! Guys! <laughs> Are you talking about Kathleen Kennedy? Kathleen as your, Kennedy. As your future <laughs> ruler, I must be there to discuss all things Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> Jesus. Ugh. Frickin doomcock! all right well that's uh that's everything man that's it that's it that's it time to get dinner and set up for a two-hour lord of the rings special
0: oh my gosh it starts at six
1: it does one hour God.
0: my friend Una. one hour to to the rings guys if you're watching it yep um we appreciate you guys thank you members for hanging out with us for so long wow look at brian's hair wow that's
1: it's getting long right
0: He's he's uh channeling his inner Jason Momoa, I can see it.
1: Yeah. I yeah, I just need to get the abs now. Then I mean, I'll be totally Jason Momoa. I'll be like a in poor, the arm. I'll be the poor version of Jason Momoa. <laughs> You're
0: gonna be the wish version of Jason Momoa.
1: <laughs> wish wish Jason Momoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Love you, appreciate you, and we'll see you well, we'll see you tomorrow. We'll actually. see you tomorrow. So yeah. we're gonna do uh, Rings of Power review uh tomorrow uh in the morning on here on the members yeah. section. So If you guys can't join us, then you can watch it after the fact. Either way, love you so much.